Hi, Seisha here. I am so excited that you're joining us to hear the tales of the BFGs on D4. Now let's get to it. Hello everyone, and welcome to D4, where I, Devin, and I, Dustin, co-DM a 5th edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh, oh, tonight <laughs> is a night. Um, we want to say it is the beginning of Pride Month, so we want to say happy Pride to all of the LGBTQA plus community. We also want to say that without protests, we would not have the freedoms that we enjoy today. There is a lot of civil unrest happening right now due the, to the inappropriate, unjust, and oppressive way POCs in our community are treated due to systemic racism. D4 is here to help support, listen, empower, and recognize some of the great POCs within the gaming community. With them, we've come together under D4 Due Process to raise money for the Bail Project charity with the Justice, Peace, and Freedom team. The Bail Project is a national revolving bail fund to prevent unjust incarceration and combat racial and economic disparities in the bail system. Tonight's stream is a fundraiser with a personal goal that started at $2,000 and then quickly became $5,000. But now thanks to the pre-game donations is currently $10,000. These donations will help in the noble cause and for that we cannot thank you enough. We know that these are troubling times, especially with the pandemic, and understand if you are unable to donate. All we ask is please spread information that helps the movement and enjoy the show. In the chat is a link to the donations page where you can see all of our donation incentives if you click on the rewards menu just above the video where you can help heal and give boons to the party. Also, thanks to some amazing sponsors, we are giving away multiple stretch goal prizes tonight including we just hit 5,500. So that, that stretch goal is already in the works. They will be drawn at the end of the stream. We will, put, we will pull giveaway winners from the active Twitch chat. So make sure you are in Rock Punch ATL's Twitch chat for your chance to win a plethora of prizes, including Eldritch Foundry miniatures, Die Hard Dice, a D&D Beyond Legendary Bundle, Beetle and Grimm Silver Edition Avernus Box, Pride Dice Bundle from Heartbeat Dice, a Talon and Claw DM screen, and Found Familiar Coffee gift card. Thank you to everyone that has donated already, and thank you to all of those that will continue to donate tonight. Today we are joined with Tanya DePas, Omega Jones, Latia uh, Jokis, B. Dave Walters, and TJ Storm. All amazing people, content creators, actors, streamers, and more. Please support them and all of your POC friends, families, and neighbors. Tonight we are running an Adventure League module called Maddening Screams that ties into Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus, written by Jessica Ross. Jessica Ross is a prolific POC creator and has created and contributed to many DMs Guild titles. There's a link to this title in the Twitch chat so you can buy and support Jessica. We hope everyone out there is safe. In this unprecedented time of turmoil, remember to always support your POC community and not only in times of duress, it is sad what has led us to this point, but hopefully with civil unrest, we can once again change the future for the better. And without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the Chronicles of D4.
Whew. All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome to D4. Uh, we're so glad to have you, especially here for this amazing cause. Before we get started, let's go around and let everyone introduce themselves and give us a detailed description of your character, what they look like, where they're from, and maybe a short note of their personality. But let's start with Latia. Oh, me? Cool. Uh, hi, I'm Latia Jaquis. Um, I exist on the internet. Um, I'm really bad at talking about myself. Uh, I'm a cast member of Rivals of Waterdeep. I am a D&D Adventures League admin. Um, I write things for D&D Beyond and for Wizards of the Coast. And uh, generally, I am just a ball of sunshine. Uh, and today, uh, I will be playing uh, Scoop, a um, cleric of Joaquin, a trickery cleric of Joaquin, uh, who, um, who's been in, who's lived in Waterdeep for a bit, but uh, is excited to do some adventuring today. Uh, yeah, we'll see what we find out about Scoop uh, as we as we adventure today. Okay, Omega. Oh, that was perfect. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Omega Jones, also known as the Critical Bard, Critical Bard across all social media channels. I am a professional actor and vocalist. Um, you can hear most recently my work with Critical Role. I was a jingle artist for Critter Hug, um, which is an awesome signal boosting monthly show that they have come out with recently. Um, very excited to be here. Um, I will be playing Sigma. Sigma is a Warforged, um, for lack of a better word, beatboxing bard. They were created by a bard in the Underdark to be their quite literal accompanist, but said bard died. I miss them, but I'm here now. But that's all. Amazing. Tanya. Hello, I'm playing Celise Astorio, my paladin from Rivals of Waterdeep. Celise is a uh, tall brown skin. She has very long locks she keeps in a braid to stay out of the way. And she is wearing a heavy armor that is mithril and blessed of tear, along with a long sword and a shield, also blessed of tear and um, imbued with a bit of hope should the party need it. She's also the Deathbane Slayer of Death. <laughs> True, um, she, she got rid of death. No one has to fear that anymore. And she did it all in one mighty blow. Wow, uh, amazing. Uh, TJ. <laughs> nice. I am Keen the Thorin but you may call me Keen. I am an Eladrin of the Feywild. I have been called here by Averin. He has tricked me into coming by using a double-headed coin. No matter, I am here now and I will do my duty. I hope there's someone around here that I know. I am an Aladrin, which means I change my season depending on my mood, and that changes my power base. That has nothing to do with anything, except I may be on fire or I may freeze the ground around me. But I am here to help, mostly. I cannot wait to see what season you will be in today. Uh, B. Dave. <sighs> I, I, I legit at the very last second was about to be like, curveball, I'm switching characters. Uh, I'm like, if he's bringing Kane, I'm bringing Freely. No, but uh, I'll stick with the plan. I'll stick with the plan. I'll stick with the plan. 
Uh, I am, but I, I like real talk, y'all. I went into D and D Beyond. I'm like, what level's free? Let's do this. <laughs> uh, uh, I will be playing Vafroida Lukastil, but you might call me Flip. Uh, he is a halfling, a divination wizard who likes to always look three steps ahead and protect his friends. Uh, I, Bede Walters, like to look three steps ahead and protect my friends. And I say words about things anywhere somebody will turn on a camera. <laughs> right. Deep in the depths of Avernus, the first layer of the Nine Hells, you all find yourself in the throes of a roving bazaar known as Mahadi's Wandering Emporium. Keen and Selyse, you found your way here at the hand of a manipulative god of lies and mischief. Sigma and Flip, you answered the call to adventure in a noble quest to save a lost holy city. Scoop, you were minding your business in a dark cave looking for your brother, Duos, when someone summoned a devil and you accidentally wandered into the conjuring portal, finding yourself lost in a new world. It feels like eons for how long you have found yourself set beneath the blazing heat of the indefinite red skies, occasionally emboldened by the scorching ray of blazing comets streaking overhead. Time here is incalculable, as there is no perceivable change between night and day, as you have traversed through the scorched wastelands of hate and sorrow. The last time you tasted pure clean water was before you found yourselves cast from the material plane and into the lower outer Everything you have brought with you or attempted to conjure since then to find reprieve from the sweltering oppressive heat seems to taste, seems to see, taste uh, contaminated with sulfur, ash, poison, or bile, although it does not harm you. No comforts await you in this apocalypse overtaken by the constant state of the blood war, clashing between the demon lords of the endless abyss and the archdevils of the nine hells. You have fought to stay hidden or stay alive, and so far have made it without condemning your soul through an unfavorable deal. Through a series of fortunate luck, you have all found each other after being forced into a death race using the Night Hag Mad Maggie's Infernal War Machines, the devilish mechanical device of infernal iron fueled by the tormented souls you have been using to traverse the waste has completely run dry. You still have some soul coins collected from slaying lesser devils that help fed the infernal fire that burns within the machine. The five-inch heavy, round, jagged-edged infernal iron coin rattle in your pocket like a heavy burden of guilt as you can hear the soul crying out in pain, consumed in rage and fraught with despair. Although they have a heavy mental and emotional burden, it seems to be the main source of currency especially for navigating around uh, getting locked into a deal with the devil and seems to be the main fuel source for the war machines. However, the anguish you feel from the tormented souls that burn in the hole in your pocket bears a heavy tax on you. We would like everyone to please roll 2d4 for the number of soul coins you are currently carrying if you so wish to have any on your person. Uh, Selyse has the devil's luck. She has eight soul coins. Ooh. Okay. Um, Scoop, how many do you have? I am carrying five. All right. Keen. 
I carry the heavy burden of five. Sigma. I, unfortunately, have four. And flick. Three of these accursed things. <clears throat> Just so everyone knows mechanically. Um, you have exceeded the amount that you can carry, and therefore, because of this heavy burden upon your soul, you will be starting rolling with everything at disadvantage. Now, you can use your boons to you know, affect that, um, but there is a reason why these soul callings are affecting you. May I ask what the maximum is? Uh, there is a maximum for each person, and it is your con modifier. So I either need to lose coins or get healthier. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's exactly what we're saying. <clears throat> oh, I see. I was unsure of this mechanic, but I understand now. Mm -hmm. yes. In your travels, you've called a lot of attention from the floating fortress of Zariel, the fallen Solar, and now you hide amongst the fiends in the market, hoping no one notices you. You know her Ice Devil General, General Everbleed, hunts you and at every turn. His forces swarm everywhere, causing you to find yourself constantly outnumbered, especially now as you wander the labyrinth of the bazaar between an endless menagerie of merchants, artisans, and misfits who ply their respective trades and sell their wares under the direction of Mahadi. Countless colorful tents created from the fine tapestries of fallen mortal kingdoms and stretched flesh skewered through black rusted iron anchored into the coarse ground earth by barbed chains litter the pathway. Oppressive twisting stone pillars carved with infernal script that radiate with the embers of ever-burning flame create structures of directional hedge stones that loom over you. Hundreds of beings wander to and fro, swathed in dirty rags, to shield them from the harsh climate of the unrelenting, unnatural desert, or perhaps also to hide them from the brood of brutality or charm of the devils that walk around so brazenly. You've all heard of Mahadi's Wandering Emporium in your travels across Avernus, but this is the first time you've ever come in contact with it, and it's a strange juxtaposition of misery wrapped in an enchanting package creating an oasis of comfort amid the dread landscape of Avernus. You know this place where you can get anything you want at a price. That you hear is never in your favor. However, you are unsure if you can afford the silence of devils constantly looking for promotions in a world that is hunting you. Uh, looking around, you see the collection of brightly colored tents clustered together. Some that exchange soul coins for treasure, a chop shop for war machine repairs, demon ichor exchange, and the largest, most elaborate in a ma as, as a massive yurt tent. It is um, huge, definitely loud infernal war machines form a horseshoe around the perimeter of the tents with curtains made of small rectangular iron plates and lamps dangling from chains strung between them that create a haunting sound of a rustic junkyard wind chime. Their burbling and rumbling engines echo throughout the camp with the slight sound of screams from the tormented souls burning in their hellfire. 
but it makes it so it is easy to speak freely and move quietly. Soft, uh, listing music and wondrous smells drift across the hot winds, inviting a closer look. Scoop, flip, and sigma. Something, or more aptly, someone catches your eye. A lithe, deep, ebony-skinned young girl, no more than 10 or 11, with tight curls that fade to the top of her head. She looks around cautiously as if to see if she is being followed before throwing up her heavy, coarse, aged and weathered bold hood on her cloak and walking away. Keen, you also see this. Yes, yeah, now that you have, you're, you leveled up and got more uh, passive. Yes. Uh, you could almost feel the pain and sorrow in her eyes and the quick glimpse that you saw. However, what caught your eye the most were the small, faint scars across her body of various light wounds and a pair of bracers made from coarse hair. They are bound down the underside with a red cord and inset with sharp iron barbs inside that cause her perpetually seep small traces of blood from her forearms. What are you all doing? We are together. You are together. Yes, you have been together for a short amount of time. Um, through the races of the infernal war machines you do not know each other very well um but you are used to each other at this point i have silent speech i can speak telepathically to anyone uh, with all that i share language with i want to telepathically say to this girl ahead are you in need of assistance child as you as you look to to move towards her you watch as she has moved away and heading towards a tent, and she disappears into that tent as you make your way towards her. But she does not reply to me. What I what I say to um, her as mentally. at the, from the it doesn't seem like she heard you. Um, as you move to get closer, she would al- is already moving. Yeah, what is your distance for your tele- telepathy? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. Yeah, she is just outside. Of yep. The- All right. Well, when I get within thirty feet, I say that to her. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> um, if you. You wind through the crowd of infernal passers and goers. Is everybody following uh, Flip? Yes. yes. This seems like the most appropriate thing to do. Uh, as you wind through the crowd of infernal passers and goers, trying to catch up to the young girl, um, you are constantly cut off from line of sight through the busy thoroughfare. She looks to go unnoticed by most around her. She moves in a way to easily lose those that may be following her. And as she looks back, she notices your party heading her, your way. Her eyes go wide, feeling that she is being chased, and darts down an alley between two tents towards the chaos of metal created by the perimeter of war machines. Um, you notice that her eyes went wide. You can probably get the sense that is when you spoke to her in her mind. Flip. Mm. Yeah. And what caused her to look back and look around? I say out loud to them, like, I tried to contact the child, but she either does not speak our tongue or doesn't wish to talk, or perhaps was simply surprised at my voice in her mind. Well, I mean, anybody would be surprised by a voice in their head that they'd never heard before. Um, I am small. I am going to uh, dart through people and follow her. Okay. I also have halfling nimbleness, so if she does that, I'm kind of like, ah, the game is afoot. Okay, uh, so as the two smaller characters dart and begin ducking and weaving, trying to get a sight on her, what are the other three of y'all doing? 
Um, well, Selyse was going to follow, but she's in heavy armor, and if the girl already ran off scared. So she she looks at the tent, she looks around, she's like, We're, I'm here again. I Just when we got out, they that trickster got me back here. So she's looking around for anything familiar, and when she sees the tent, she goes over and kind of scratches at the tent flap. Okay. Uh, um, which one are you going toward? There's uh, multiple, but if you're going to the main yurt, uh, that's the one that seems to be the most extravagant, I guess. Okay. Um, so when you say yurt, are yurts like tents? Like, is it closed with a tied flap or? Um, it is uh, It is sort of like a, a tent. It seems to be round uh, and then has like a, um, a dome that goes up to a point and there is an opening of two flaps that are pulled aside, but it seems to get dark as you can't quite see into the yurt, even though its size should tell you that you should be able to. Okay, so since the flaps are open, I call out and see if anyone's there. Hello? Hello? There seems to be no voice from inside. Hmm... Well, I'm not going to just go into a stranger because I don't want to get stabbed. Um, uh, have you been to the Wandering Emporium before when you were in Avernus? Yes. Yes. Okay, you would know that this is... Um, uh, is the Infernal Rapture. And this is Mahadi's main uh, like spa, restaurant type place. Anything you want, you can get, but it comes at a price. Ah, uh, yes, Mahadi. I believe, I believe the rivals have business with him, but maybe not right now. Um, but that bath was really good, though. Is she saying this out loud? Yeah. Who are the rivals? I have never heard of this group. They're they're my friends, and hopefully we'll get through this, and I'll get back to them. But. I've I've encountered some of this before, but it feels different. Um, did you did you encounter that little one before, or are they just a, a stranger? The girl, she's a stranger. I've never seen her before. I assumed that we have all learned each other's names, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I assumed that Flip and Scoop knew them, which is why they ran after them but I was not sure. Well, no, none of us have seen that girl. Maybe they know her, but I don't, and I can't keep up with our our small, nimble friends. I could, but I wasn't sure if it was important right now, but if we want to. And like, you see the, the for lack of a better word, subwoofer in the middle of his stomach start to beat, it's as he's starting to prepare a spell, but he says, do you wish to step through a door and get there faster? Or we can wait. Let's wait because I don't know where you'll take us and we don't know where they went. That is a fair statement. In the meantime, I note that they have gone into the yurt and I note their position. But uh, I continue to follow this girl. I am not going to move as quickly as the small ones in front of me. I am giving her a visual representation of what to run from so that the little ones can
can get to her uh, in a more indirect fashion. I continue okay. to march towards her. I intend to help her, whether she needs it or not, or at least what, give her the option for that. What, what season are you in, Keen? I am currently in autumn. Okay. I okay. am in my fall, and I am not, I was in spring when I got here, but when I realized where we were, hell, I went into my fall, the beginning of the winter, which you right. want. Uh, for clarification, uh, did Sigma and Celise go into the yurt, or were you outside uh, just talking about it? I'm outside talking because since it's pitch black and uh, she's got a bad feeling about this, she is staying outside the yurt for now. Okay, okay. Yeah, and you guys can easily see, you've kind of lost the smaller ones, the, the kobold and the halfling, but you can definitely keep eyes on the autumn Eladrin, um, who's also trying to make himself very visible. Yes, and so you're able to kind of track where they're going through Keen. Um, and go ahead, um, uh, Scoop and Flip, yep. uh, go ahead and make me perception checks. Uh, at disadvantage. I'm gonna use one of my advantages. Okay, you can roll regular. Thank you, everyone. That is perception. Mm-hmm. 24. Oh, wow. Uh, that what? also is a big old one. So I'm like trying to like not get run over by a death machine in the middle of the road. I'm like, oh, <laughs> God, look where you're going. I don't know where things are in this place. <laughs> yeah, as, as you're walking, you you kind of like are ducking. And as you turn back, there is this massive bone devil with the tail, that this like scorp bone-like scorpion tail coming up and the massive wings that you almost run right into, but like kind of duck and scurry. It looks like <laughs> And, but you kind of look and you're like, yeah, you kind of you, you keep your eyes on Scoop, but you don't quite uh, see. Um, uh, give sorry. it our ancestral halfling gesture. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh my god! As it goes past. Um, but you, what, what you do as you look back, you do watch as the young girl goes down an alleyway and begins weaving through the chaos of metal created by the perimeter of war machines, uh, Scoop. You, you see that she moves swiftly, walking behind a few patrolling hobgoblins encased in an infernal iron that looks like the infer uh, internals of an iron maiden. Uh, she then rolls across the ground quickly, slipping under the tarp, uh, the tarpaulin of a nearby tent but does not seem, and does not seem to leave. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna follow uh, as best as I can on all fours if I need to. Um, and uh, once I see her go into the tent, I'm gonna do like a lap around the tent and uh, kind of, did I see, uh, I saw Keen kind of get slipped up, right? Uh, Keen is, is staying on you. You saw Flip kind of get a little slipped up. I'm sorry, up. not Keen, Flip. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, especially Flip. with your 24 roll. You <laughs> you had eyes on everything around you. You can see everything. Um, so I'm going to kind of uh, move away from the tent and uh, into a position where I can see both tent and Flip and mm -hmm. wait for Flip. Okay. When I see her, I, I do turn and I'm all like, ah, I seem to have lost a child. But I didn't. She's uh, in that tent. Ah, brilliant. Uh, one second, my friend. And I turn and I hit Keen with message. Okay. Because uh, that'll go 120 feet. Yes. Yeah. Ke like, Keen is Keen is definitely within that. 
I'm like, my friend, she seems to have gone into this tent. I believe we will pursue. I will notify the others and be behind you shortly. And I'd look back at Scoop. I'm like, after you. And at the same time, um, if a camera was on Sigma, um, <laughs> his hand, he's like covered in like basically a white gold plating because he fancy. Um, but you see Snake out of his um, index figure, a small copper coil, as he also casts message at uh, Keen saying, what is happening? Should we stay here? I believe we are useless back here. Does everyone have message? It, who said that? I am not used to all the voices, not yet, but I inform them or him at least of what is going on in front of them and out of their vision. They are all going or at least attempting to follow her into a yurt, which she snuck under apparently. Okay. Fun fact, I do not know what a yurt is, but I'm sure Solis does. A yurt is a large tent. I will wait for you outside so you have no mistaking it. And I look over at Solis. They are going forward into a... Yurt. Into a yurt. <laughs> that was 100% intentional. Should we follow? Elise has a silent spell cast on her. Yes, <laughs> aka the beat button. Um, <laughs> and how do you know this? I contacted the the one who changes with their season. They seem to have been told by Flip, I believe. All right. Yeah, fine. Let's let's go find them. I will follow you. You know where they went. You are I... correct. <laughs> and he starts to walk. It's, it's like... My <laughs> season is 5G. <laughs> oh, wow. As, as you, the three of you um, head back towards that tent, um, eventually the five of you meeting back up uh, in the sea of gratuitous gaudy canvas and flesh pavilions. It's a single tent that looks almost nondescript in design. Above the door a doorway curtain of spiked iron chains is a scorched brass sign that reads something uh, acidly burned in infernal. As you approach, you can hear the hushed whispers of concern between three different voices. And have uh, I, I'm sorry, have I seen anyone come out of this tent since? You have not. Been, no. Okay. Uh, listen in before going in. Okay, uh, make a perception check. Still with disadvantage, presumably. Still with disadvantage because of the soul coins. But you can, I'm, yeah, and at any point in time you want to get rid of them, just let us know and we'll have... Well, I mean, what are the what are they for? Like, I mean, otherwise I just drop them all now. So I'm like, oh, um, You've noticed that uh, whenever you are using your infernal war machine which seems to be currently broken um it was or, it was or, the fuel basically yeah. you were using them to fuel and that's why you have why you all have so many right now is because you were literally using them to keep the machine going um other than that they're you've used them for bargaining and bartering that's the bigger reason why you might want to hold on to them is to get out of get out of deal card uh with the devil 
Well, to be to be clear, uh, just so I know our, our, our goal here, were we trying to come here or is this just the nearest place to where we broke This is down? just the nearest place that you were able to get to once your war machine had broken down. Dig it. So getting the war machine fixed is still a priority, even though we're on the trail of this girl. As of currently right now, yes. Dig it. Okay. Um, then no, I'm going to hold on to it. Um, okay. But that means I still roll poorly. So that's... Uh, it's, uh, you can use one of your boons if you so wish to roll regularly. Uh, that made it... Oh, okay. That worked out well. Uh, 23. And yes, I will use one. Okay. okay. Uh, you hear a, a conversation going on. This is our only chance at finding the bloody hooves and could be a turning point in the war. Yes, I know, but we don't have the time and we cannot let Dara go alone. I will, I will go with her. You stay focused on the other lead. I will not leave her, nor let you martyr yourself at the hands of wandering devils. There is no other choice. And that's about all you can catch in this brief little bit of conversation. I very much am whispering. I'm like, there's a girl, Dara. She wants to go on some sort of quest. They do not want her to go alone. Hmm. They seem concerned. Two of them at least, perhaps three. Why don't we go? I turn and look at Celise and I'm like, you've been here before. Do you know this place? Does it mean anything to you? And this, we're still just around the yurts. We're not. You're not. Like, you have you have moved off, and you're standing in front of a in front of a smaller, nondescript tent. Yeah. There is a sign that has something written in infernal on it. Um, okay. And, but. Uh, also, to be clear, Flip was attempting to directly and accurately relate, even if I myself <laughs> tumbled it. <laughs> like he's very much just like repeating it, like <laughs> the whole time he's hearing it. So. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so uh, everybody knows the conversation that happened. Yes. Um, yeah, I've been here before, but this doesn't look familiar. I was hoping to never get back to Avernus again. If we can find either the Wandering Emporium or Mad Maggie or Curse My Soul, Fort Knucklebone, if we can find any of those places, maybe it'll help. But I, I feel like the Wandering Emporium moves, thus the Wandering. You are so. currently in the Wandering Emporium? Okay, so we're in it. Yes, okay. yes, you are but currently you in are, it. You are correct that it is a little different from the last time you've, you came here. Yes, so the Wandering Emporium has wandered a lot since I was last here, and this yurt doesn't look familiar. There was like a pet shop and a food court last time. I don't know what happened. I speak abyssal, but this is infernal, right? It is so infernal. Like, Correct. Um, I look up. Is there anything else written in infernal? Uh, everything around you seems to be mainly written in infernal. I would, well, first I'm like, friends, does anyone speak this cursed tongue? What tongue? I did not know tongue spoke. Uh, all tongues speak, my friend. That is their secondary purpose, I suppose, after tasting, huh? I would not know that. I have never tasted a thing in my life. Oh, poor soul. I, we will speak of this after. Did you know, perhaps it is a boon here. Everything tastes like ash and awfulness. Um, if no one speaks um, 
uh, Infernal, I would like to activate my third eye ability, which allows me to read any language. Awesome. <laughs> that you absolutely can. Um, what catches you kind of off, though, is you realize that the, this font is written upside down, perhaps in mockery, as the words read, abandon all hope. Specifically on this tent. Yeah, only this tent. Yeah. If you look around, you see a bunch of things um, that are kiosks of different uh, goods and services and a lot of things that are labeling this the Wandering Emporium. Hmm. I relay that to them. I'm like, friends, it seems this is some sort of mockery. It is an this, affront. As uh, as Flip flips, so Scoop will flip too. <laughs> and Sigma follows suit very confused. <laughs> I've, and I very much, even though I know I'm like, ah, oh, you see this here, yeah, this letter is upside down. You see, if you would reverse this, it says something quite different. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> and then that, that, uh, reverse it. Got it. Uh, in I just sort of idly start flipping one of my soul coins, which you all have been around me long enough to know that it is that is my nervous habit, because uh, I'm sort of obsessed with chance and fate. That's why people call me Flip. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just sort of idly doing it. And I'm like, amazing. Mm. I love it. What say we make our way inside? Then I do not believe these people are enemies, although they may not realize it yet. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Do take a moment to acknowledge. The Paladin Silis, I remember you. Did we not fight side by side for a short time? We did. There was that that giant thing, the construct that we fought. Avrin Our... is not responsible for your presence here, is he? I think so, because after after I left you all, I was wandering for a bit, and then that damn coin started to glow again. Ah, ah, very well. I'm just making a mental note. I have your back. We should find Avrin when this is all over. I think that is an excellent idea. Hell. Wonderful. <laughs> While they're often, speaking... Uh, I was just gonna say, off in the distance, freely punches Avrin. He just feels compelled in the depths <laughs> of his soul to just sucker punch him. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Harold does too. I'm sure you deserve that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. While that's while they're speaking, I would have leaned down to the closest person, which is probably Scoop, and I say, "They fought the construct. I do not remember them fighting me. Should you're I not, fight them? No, no. You're you're not the only construct that exists. That is a correct statement. I had faulty." Wiring, and I start to just like start and mesh with my head. Nothing's happening, but I'm just messing with my head to make sure that I'm there. How tall is Sigma? Sigma is about six eight. Oh, hello. All right, do you guys uh, make your way inside? Just yes. by, ch yes. by chance. Every everyone is visibly wearing armor of some sort, right? Is there anybody yes. that is visibly unarmored? Okay. Um, maybe, maybe flip. So no, I am flip. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like so with Warforged, their armor's kind of integrated into their system. Yeah, you, you so are you see a walking some, armor. Yeah, yeah. You you see some some darker silvery parts mm -hmm. that are that are like leather versus being metal. 
So you know mm-hmm. there is armor within them, but that's it. And well, Scoop's just... armor is like just pieces of leather, like multiple okay. animals have been stitched together to form some kind of funky right. leather armor. All right. Well, specifically, I could give you mage armor, but if you're wearing something, it won't help. Okay. All right. Uh, but to be clear, we saw these Iron Maidenish, Orcish things. Like, uh, do we have to get past them to enter? No, no, the they were just in- passing by. They're, they're not trolls. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they, they're basically the town guard of this Got it. emporium. Got it. And I just look at Celise and I say, hmm, who can resist your diplomatic skill, mighty paladin? Perhaps you should announce us. All right, on your head be it. I've calculated this. I think you've got a good shot at it. And then I look at Kane and I go. (laughs) The sheep is like. (laughs) Shakes your head. Uh, He he very much leans over to Scoop and he's like, no, I bet you five copper. She can do it this time. It won't be like the last two times. Yeah, but from what my brother said, sometimes she just kind of gets right to the point. Ah, yes, but that is a strength, child, not a weakness. Yeah, but the point is the one at the end of the sword. Mm. And while they're, while they're doing this, you, uh, Celise in her, it's not really in her head, but next to her, she her gets a, mm, 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 mm. you can do this as I give you bardic inspiration. Okay, because I was like, where's this going? Cause she it's was going like, where it needs to go. And what are your bardic inspiration dice? My bardic inspiration die is a d10. All right, so you have a, a d10 um, bardic inspiration that'll last for 10 minutes. Okay. All right. Um, all right, so you guys make your way in. The chains that hang between the split-drawn canvas rattle as you enter, cutting the conversation of the three inside short as they look in your direction. Standing over a table covered in a makeshift map, of what looks to be the entire hellscape of Avernus as a scowling, battle-hardened, middle-aged bearded man. His long hair pulled back falls at the high collar of his leather duster, hiding most of the intricate scalloping armor plates that hug and form to his body without impeding movement. Those keen of eye notice arcane and celestial script etched into the edges of the armor, holding the prayers and symbols of countless numbers of gods. The sword at his hip and crossbow across his back, as well as the sterling silver, make him stand out amongst the vagabonds you have seen across the plains. He looks at you with caution and disdain from being from behind a singular cataract eye blinded by the scarring claw marks that rake across the right side of his face. Moving in front of the young girl with dark ebony skin is a more slender young man in his mid to late twenties. His short blonde hair continues into his short trimmed beard that still can't hide his smile. He has angular cheekbones for a human that curve up to his kind hazel brown eyes. Another thing you notice as you quickly look him over is almost every inch of him is covered in many, even decorated in countless belt pouches, hanging vials, medical equipment, satchels, and more, all hiding his layered leather sleeveless waistcoat. On many of their various pieces of equipment, you spot an emblem that appears to be an Archa Episocal Gemini cross. I can see you've come to abandon all hope. I'm sorry to say, but our services currently are unavailable. You'll have to find your way to slay your demonic problem yourself. 
and the, the, the slender, slim one kind of looks at you, Solis, and mm-hmm. he leans to the gruff one who just spoke. I don't know, Kane. They might be able to help us. They could be devils in disguise or minions of, and there is no telling how much they hurt. We cannot risk everything. Pardon me. Pardon me, sirs. I'm, I'm a paladin. Tear. I'm not a demon or a devil. I'm, I'm human. What, what are you talking about? We're, we're not here to steal your secrets or anything. We don't. We're not looking for that. Um, and you notice that the man in armor looks you over, very, like, intently, and then gives mm-hmm. you a knowing glance. Reveal the truth punish the guilty, right the wrong, and always be true and just in your actions. You follow the path of blind justice. Forgive my aggression before. I can tell. I can tell you've lost someone close to you. It's a pain we who have witnessed it cannot wash away. We have a mission. We cannot complete and we will call on your aid. Can we count on you? What is it you wish our aid for? The man brings you over to the hand-illustrated map of Avernus laid across the table, and you watch as the slender man was kind of eyeing all of you, almost like trying to piece and kind of, not judgingly, but um, uh, intellectually as he just is kind of pleased and as you walk in Sigma, his eyes don't go wide in shock, but like almost wide in excitement. But Flip, you you wanted to say something? Yes, two things. One, I'm reading literally everything in here now that I can speak every like read every language, so I'm just mm-hmm. like taking everything. But as we sort of approach, I look right at the girl and psychically again, I say to her. Are these men the source of your bondage or the solution to it, child? Um, can she respond telepathically or? Oh, yeah. No, we okay. just talk. Yeah, it's, Got it. it's, it's Got just, it. yeah. We have to share a language though. So I guess she has to speak something I speak. Cause right now I can read any language. I cannot speak any language. Yep. She seems kind of timid at first, but then relaxed as this conversation goes on between uh, uh, the gruff man and Celise. And she actually, she doesn't respond to you. She actually speaks out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, Nigel, Kane. I can tell they are good. I can see it in their faces. You can feel it in their anguish and longing to return home. The lands here have not been kind to them. We can help them and they can help us. Um, but you do acknowledge that she did hear you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she looks mm-hmm. to you. Um, they are my protectors. Mm. Okay, well. Dara. Um, and uh, you, you, as um, Nigel, kind of almo- almost fatherly. Um, if that is what you feel, I trust you. It is good to meet you all. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Nigel. And my grumpy compatriot here is Jeremiah Kane. You can call me Kane. Who are you? I am Sigma. 
I was told to always introduce myself to strangers because strangers can be the best of friends eventually. Not in this hellscape. Fascinating. I do not know why. I'm sure I will figure that out soon though. But hello. And the rest of you. I'm school. And he looks down at a creature he did not see before. Oh. Hi. And how old are you? Uh, don't know. <laughs> so he thinks he's looking at a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the rest? Um, Celise just gives him a respectful nod. You've all, we've already spoken, but my name is Celise at your service. And they kind of look to the Eladrin. Names are power in this place. I choose to not give you that power yet, for you have not earned it, and I do not know you. And what? you actually see Kane show a look of impressed, like, just set back as almost something he has forgotten and he actually holds a hand out to you. I will accept his hand. And he shakes it and goes, Fair. And you are very knowledgeable of this place that will save you. But as for helping us, he points at the map. We are here. Nigel and I have been traveling with the Wandering Emporium under the guise of demon-slaying mercenaries. Mahadi can call upon if needed. In our time here, we have learned a great amount of information. One being about an elite group of Hell Riders from the fallen city of El Torel, known as the Bloody Hooves. They are said to be last seen in this area here, as he moves his hand across, about a half day's travel east to the Canyon of Screams. The travel will be dangerous as Zariel's forces are looking for them as well. The Bloody Hooves are not only elite paladins and clerics, they fought alongside Zariel when she came to rain fury upon Avernus. Their knowledge, we hope, will be able to help bring Zariel back to the light that she has fallen from and restore her to her solar state. They are a top priority asset to be returned to El Torel. It could be the turning point we need to gain an edge in this war. We, will meet, we can meet you back in El Torel and return you home, away from this place. If you will help us save the renowned warriors of light and justice. Yes, Sigma. I have a question. What does this have to do with our war machines? I thought we needed to get them fixed and we would be on our way. Is this the mission we were called for? Oh, this now makes sense. Never mind. Carry on. I will help you. I turn and look at him, up at him, since I probably come about to his waist, and I just say, my friend, you will find that oftentimes fate puts us where we are meant to be, not just where we intend to go. That may be true. Fate put my friend in the ground, though, so I am not sure, but it's not a bad thing for now. 
I say nothing yet, but this Sigma reminds me of a certain halfling who likes to befriend everything. I secretly like this tall construct. Hmm. Um, Selyse just looks around it's like, the construct does have a point. We won't get very far without our war machines being repaired. Um, I've been in Avernus previously. Hopefully that will not be, that news has not yet gotten to Zariel. We believe that she knows that these forces are here and in the area and she has sent many minions after them and soldiers. As for your war machine, it's in Mahadi's camp now, so I'm not sure if he's going to want to part with it. He tends to collect things and claim them as his own, no matter what they are. Mm. You see uh, both Nigel and Kane look to uh, the young girl with concern with those words. Um, and with that, she speaks up. I must go. I can feel the bloody hooves suffering. Their fear, their anguish, their sorrow, their loss of hope. They're al alone, and I have to take that pain away. The young girl looks up at them and then back at you all, and you can see her determined face covered in tears. I cannot allow that. I know you are burdened with being a chosen of Ilmatar, but it is the Sacrosaint's duty to protect you. Sadly, it is true. We also found a lead on... The man leans in and lowers his voice as if to keep a very, very important secret. The actual hidden legendary sword of Zariel from when she was a celestial. That sword, we believe, is another key element in purifying the current Archduchess of the first layer of hell and commander of Asmodeus's blood war armies. So we cannot go, therefore we cannot protect Dara. You follow Ilmata, the suffering god. I follow all good aligned deities, but she, she is a chosen. Yes. A chosen? Yes. Um, and if, yeah. any, if, if people want to actually make religion checks to learn a little more about Ilmatar. Yeah, I want to do that. Okay. I do not know any type of religion. My religion is that base. Oops, oops, oops. Religion is 21, and I will share what I know if I know anything. Okay. I got a 15. Okay. All right. I got a six. <laughs> uh, you are unsure um, as to who they are talking about. Um, yeah, we, when you were in, like, growing up, uh, Scoop, in the, the monastery of, uh, of Joaquin, um, this part of the class had nothing to do with finding fun trinkets and, and trading money, and you were just doodling or just your mind was wandering, thinking about what fun secret things you can put in your pouches. I'm uh, also, a little depressing. I'm also really distracted by all the pouches and vials and stuff that this guy has on him, and I want them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Il uh, Ilmener is the broken god, lord of endurance, suffering, martyrdom, and perseverance. His followers are known as the broken and the, ador and the adorned. 
They offer aid and relief in the words to comfort those in pain who are oppressed and otherwise in great need. They're the most commonly seen uh, clergy uh, for those that are from Waterdeep seen in the field ward. Uh, the crying god is a part of the triad, which also includes Tear and Torn. His symbol is a pair of bound hands wrapped in a red cord. Another common symbol is a pair of white hands painted across the boards of a torture rack. The adorned and broken are known for living lives of poverty, chastity, and pain. The god who endures is often depicted as a frail man covered in wounds and broken bones. His followers are known for being one of the strongest with healing magic and beneficial necromancy. Mostly uh, pacifists, unless seeking retribution for the victims of suffering. And as you are all learning this, um, uh, you look back over the young girl um, who has scars, small scars across her body, but the coarse hair bracers that wrapped around her forearms are laced with red cording. Um, and uh, you can actually roll religion or arcana checks on these particular bracers if you if anybody would like to do that as well I will do Arcana and I will use one of my advantages Mm-hmm. So it's just a straight roll because we're at disadvantage correct right? correct they cancel each other out. Thank you. Oh, that is great That would be a 21 okay. is 25 Arcana Nice. All right. Who just uh, had to be 12. Keen. Was that a 12 keen? I cannot. 21. Okay. I cannot, free, cannot freestyle, my friend, but I have read a great many scrolls. <laughs> um, almost all of you, again, except for Scoop, because you were not paying attention in this class. Um, you all recognize them either through reading and story, reading stories about them, being told stories about them, um, or just having the lore of these known to you. The, these bracers are known as the Wards of Suffering. The bracers are legendary artifacts of Ilmater, known as the Wards of Suffering, uh, said to be worn by the broken god himself. The wearer is able to perform a wide array of endless miracles to a level that aren't fully known, but at a heavy cost. It is said that with every miracle, the burden of Ilmater, Ilmater himself falls upon you. This is these theoretically are a unique thing or just like something a high ranking clergy would wear? No, no, no very, very, very unique. Like artifact. Yes. Oh. I think when I see all of us sort of looking and I see Scoop kind of looking the other direction, I tell her mentally, uh, this child is special. She wears holy relics of extreme power. And at the same time, Sigma just points with his metal finger and says, what are those? <laughs> Towards. <laughs> nice, nice B Dave. Um, uh, so you're, you're asking Dara? I surely the... am. Okay. And she goes, um, I've been chosen by Ilmater uh, because I grew up poor, but. I, too, am from Waterdeep. It's where I met Nigel and Kane. Uh, but a call came to us to help those in need in Avernus once El Torel fell. But in my chosen, I found that I can spread hope. Children look, or people look to children as 
the future. And if I am given the ability to make the, the plains a better place, then that is what I've been chosen to do. I understood about 82% of that. The rest, I am sure the rest will follow. But thank you for the explanation of what you are wearing. Right. I look at her and I say, I know no gods and I know no law except the law of averages. But if you require assistance, and I just sort of tap the staff and I'm like, I am at your disposal. And you see Nigel actually eye the staff and go, I see. And you instantly get that recognition that he knows exactly what staff that is. Um, if you are offering to take her with you, I need a, I need you to, everybody to roll me a persuasion check. A disadvantage. I'll use uh, one of my, I'll use one of my bones. I okay. will use one of mine as well. I will also use a bone. I will make sure. Uh, while you guys are rolling that, I just want to give an announcement that we are over $7,500 raised for the Bell Project and uh, have unlocked many um, uh, rewards, including the latest one being the Talon and Claw DM screen. So thank you all so much for donating. K keep those donations coming and those boons coming for our players. As you can see, they need all the help they can get. And also speaking of that, I uh, just want to make sure everyone is seeing that we are messaging you in the uh, the chat, right? So yes. keep updated on your boons. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, folks said in chat that they gave some. I, I, nothing's been updated over here yet, so I didn't want to put anything down until I got a confirmation. We're now. yeah. Dustin is uh, sending our players yeah. the private chat. So, no um, um, I used one of my advantages, and that is a twenty-three. Okay. I used one of my advantages, and I got a thirty-one. Jesus. I also used one and got an eighteen. <laughs> got eighteen. All right. Seventeen. Okay. Appreciate it. King, King's yeah. like, you can stay here and die. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so uh, through, through the words uh, and understanding of the burden that this child brings and being uh, having a paladin of tear with you, they all seem their worries start to die down as Cain steps forward and says, a paladin of Tyr might be perfect to go with Dara. She is the chosen of Ilmater. So that would be two of the triad. And um, it is why she is so scarred. We protect her as much as possible, but the broken God has gifted her with the wards of suffering and with them, she can perform great miracles, but at cost and suffering, she must endure. Hmm. Is it possible to find the third member of our triad? It is said that many of the bloody hooves walked in the light of Torm. Hmm. All right. You see the alchemist squat down to look Dara in the eyes with a proud knowing demeanor, hiding the concern of a father or older brother. Now is the time to be strong. You see those people, they are going to watch over you. I don't think it's going to be them that's 
watching over me. I think it's me that's going to be watching over them. You are wise beyond your years. I am proud of you, and I will see you again. I still have to best you at Three Dragon Ante. The man hugs the young woman before standing up and approaching you all. You must protect her. She can and will heal you. Do not worry about her scars. They are a symbol and a burden of her faith and link to ill matter. However, you must not let her die. Even if you are able to bring her back, her tie to ill matter weakens with every resurrection and she could lose her path as a chosen. Ill matter's burden is to endure the suffering and sadly her suffering has only just begun. But she is important for the future of the realms as are all chosen. The Wandering Emporium will be moving soon. Mahadi's minions will be making the rounds, making sure everyone is packed up and ready to move. She must stay hidden, for he has caught wind of her presence and wishes to add her to his collection of oddities. If you have no means of hiding completely through invisibility, extra-dimensional space, or otherwise, I will buy you time to bury yourselves in the sand beneath our tent. I can offer you an alchemical vial of liquid grave dirt to put you in a cataleptic state for an hour, indistinguishable from death. You will not need to breathe and you will, be, and you will, and you will only be buried an inch below the surface so that you will easily awaken and not be trapped. That is unfortunately the best I can offer. Uh, Scoop will go over to Dara and uh, put her hands on like Dara's like ankle and give her Blessing of the Trickster, which gives her advantage on stealth for an hour. Nice. Um, and seeing, and almost in tandem, um, you, um, that subwoofer again continues to um, pulse as a Um, I can't see you. As I cast Invisibility through the um, subwoofer on Dara. All right, and with that, Dara vanishes from sight. Um, I have the researcher background. Okay. And as I'm standing here looking at what they have and their holy symbols and these bloody hooves things, um, do I recall anything that like might be relevant here? Either anything relevant to oh shoot sorry uh, anything relevant to us trying to either escape this place or find the bloody hooves. Um one thing I will tell you, you the, the symbol that they wear is um a sect of the Order of the Gauntlet. The um <laughs> thanks everyone. Yep we just got a whole <laughs> bunch got a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff coming. Um <laughs> Okay, yeah, but, well, well, um, <laughs> the, there's an Order of the Gauntlet, and there's a subsect named, known as the Sacrosaints, um, known as the Sacrosaints, and they are typically uh, small individuals that are trained in specific areas. There are some that hunt fiends. There are some that hunt uh, lycanthropy. There are some that hunt hags. They are uh, very devoted um, to their sect. Uh, you can tell that the sect that these two are part of are definitely fiend hunters. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking over everything else that they have uh, and your knowledge of the Bloody Hooves, you know that they were Hell Riders. You know that they were basically Zariel's like, main chosen troops. You know that they were very powerful. Um, you know that the 
history of Zariel, her zealousy is what caused the fall when she was warned, do not go into Avernus. It's you're being led into a trap. Um, you know that full story of, uh, of history and everything that led to the fall of uh, Zariel being corrupted from a solar into an archduchess. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I do. I wrote a comic book about it. Um, I, uh, <laughs> mentally, uh, Flip says to Keen, mm, they say, keep the child alive or her god will forsake her. What manner of deity forsakes his chosen for dying in his service? This is not forsaking. Oh, oh I say oh. this mentally to King. Okay. I don't say got that it, Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Copy that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I cannot begin to understand the ways of the human gods, but the child is short-lived and a light in this dark place. If that bit of light can help ease some of these souls, then let us help them. Even though she is not like us, she requires our help. Well, all this... Oh, sorry. No, please, please, please. While all this has been going on, Selyse has been kind of studying the child and looking around, and she kneels down where she thinks this kid is, since they're now invisible. Invisible. Mm -hmm. Invisible is not um, a word. So uh, uh, scoop is scoop is still uh, standing in front of her. Yeah. So you, you you have some idea of where she might be. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, as far and she's like, what do you need from us? What is it that we need to do to make sure that you fulfill your mission and your calling? We need to save the bloody hooves. That is, they are suffering and I need to bring them hope. We need to bring them hope. And I see no other, no other choice. All right. Well, I have the protection of Tyr with me and I extend it to you. If, if need be, get behind me as your shield and sword, literally. Whenever you... I can see you again. And uh, you can actually hear her laugh, and she goes, you truly are a follower of Tyr. Just as Tyr himself helped Ilmatter walk, you are helping me walk. I use my prestidigitation to make a, a a harmless glowing symbol of tear appear on Salise's chest, <laughs> so like <laughs> right right in the middle. <laughs> okay, Salise is mm -hmm. very confused. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nobody nobody okay. tell her. See, see, you can't <laughs> do that around Sigma. Then <laughs> <laughs> swim. Did you get a glowing symbol? That is nice. Your God must like you. A, a what now? Look on your, it is glowing. It's very bright. Mm. That's not my holy symbol. That is something else entirely. Oh, I was not aware. 
I need to record this in my memory bank so I know this correctly the next time. <laughs> Hopefully there won't be a next time of being an Avernus trapped with... Um, unfortunately, I hate to cut, cut you off, but time is of the essence as the camp will be breaking down soon. Other than the invisibility, do you have means to... For Dara, do you have means to conceal yourself? Otherwise... Well, we bearing... require, we require, and I tell him whatever's busted on our thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the flux capacitor is a fresh out of souls, you know, <laughs> yeah, the Mr. Fusion needs some banana peels <laughs> and souls. Yeah, right. Whatever it is we need, I tell them. Well, I don't know how much time we have to fix your infernal war machine. But I, I look around and I'm like, it is a long walk and we have small legs. I do not have small legs. I am very tall. We means all of us and not just you. Oh, my apologies. I did not understand. And he like yes. steps away. <laughs> it is more a royal we, my friend. We collectively, yes. yes. All right. Well, since you can do the invisibility thing, be be useful. I did already. Do I need to do it again? You only took care of the child. We all need it too. I was under the impression that they were important. I can take it off of them. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna use another uh, charge as my subwoofer goes off, uh -huh. as invisibility goes off of Dara and goes onto Solis. And Solise disappears, but Dara appears. See, I was useful. This feels very counterproductive. You think the liquid grave dirt thing that you said you have, do you have enough of that for all of us or just for? I have just... enough of that for everyone. I can also see what I can do to get your war machine fixed hastily. I know how to work around the salamanders who repair them. You know, rash skids and slag, they'd be the ones that fix it. I can see what I can do to get that done hastily. Otherwise, we can assist you at digging the holes. Well, and Scoop will pull her mace off of her back, which is actually just a shovel. Um, uh, this is what I'm good at. It is your choice. I mean, I'll help. Uh, Kane is speaking to the, the group as a whole as to what your decision is. Just we... give us... Uh, please go no, ahead. Pl no, no, please. You say what you were going to say. I apologize. No, it's just... Oh, Salise is just like, give us this dirt, whatever it is. And I... I'm not fond of digging my own grave, so to speak, but if that's what we have to do, it's what we have to do, and time is running out. What are the rest of you going to do? I mean, if you don't want to dig it, I'll dig it. I'm fine digging. I start prestidigitating holes, like, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this is far less troublesome, but we will require our vehicle intact. Like, <laughs> like, just like holes. <laughs> <laughs> disappearing in the dirt there, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll see what I can do to secure your vehicle with 
so Mahadi does not leave with it. When he when he says that, I just like get right up on him and I kind of like give him like a little slap. I'm like, you're supposed to be a fearsome demon slayer. What is this? I'll <laughs> I, try, I, I hope. <clears throat> come, man, you're asking us to fake our deaths and bury ourselves in the soil of hell and come more out of and the you might have our vehicle waiting. Be about I, to... I will have your vehicle waiting. Nigel ah, is my assistant. That's we'll speak what we to him with respect. Is there a problem? Nigel puts his hand up. It's, <laughs> y'all, Sigma, run up, get done up. So he's like, is there a problem? <laughs> uh, Nigel, Nigel puts a hand on Kane's Kane shoulder and says, please forgive my compatriot. He is full of vengeance. And this place brings out the worst as we are surrounded by that which we hate the most. Um, I have to do things I don't like doing. Forgive his short temper. I am more of support. When he says I have to do things I don't like doing, Flip literally just motions to the graves he just dug. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, and he says, and these are sacrifices we all have to make. I'll go get your war machine as he walks out. And oh, just really quickly, I would uh, look at the one who has left, who I believe is Nigel. Correct. Uh, yeah. yeah, again, I joke. Okay. Um, I will ding as I toss um, a soul coin to Nigel. Thank you. This is all we wanted. We came here for our war machine to get fixed. Um, have- and as as he catches it, you watch as he closes his eyes, holds it, and you watch as it crumples to dust as he releases the soul in it. Ooh, that was interesting. You must teach me that sometime. Also, I am under my um, 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 con max thing, so I'm good. Nice. Uh, Sounds good. Flip goes and gets in his grave and like gets whatever it is we're supposed to drink, and he looks at it, and he's like, ah, for what it's worth, friends, I have foreseen past this moment. I don't think we die here. And then <laughs> knock it back. <laughs> yeah, and Nigel down. hands each of you a potion. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, after an hour, you all have dug a big enough hole for all of you, especially Sigma in his large, almost seven-foot form. And you lay down, um, including Dara. Nigel and Kane help you, or Nigel, uh, helps you lay down in the hot earth before each of you um, are given, besides Sigma, because you can't drink it, are given a vial with a dark slurry. It tastes like stagnant air of a catacomb and the fetid flavor of death itself. One by one, you each go limp as if your body has relinquished your last breath from its mortal coil. It is, but then it is as if no time has passed and you find yourselves submerged in dark, hot earth, gasping for air. You violently dig yourselves out like undead breaking through the ground. I just want you to know while this was happening, you mm-hmm. just heard from one of the holes. Because he can't sleep, he can't do anything. Yep. He's just laying there. <laughs> um, Sigma, you actually felt the earth rumble around you and the sounds of the war machines pack up as everything was uh, leaving across the plains. I like that sound. I will keep it in my mind. And as, as you come out of this hole, the entire area is barren. There is no sign of the Emporium. There's no sign of anything except for a single 
very familiar war machine that a- appears to have several new armor armor plates that weren't previously there that were just put on top of the old ones and and uh, riveted in. You check uh. over the engine where um, it had burnt out from the fuel uh, being overloaded, and you see that that has been repaired. I look at Sigma and I motion to it. I'm like, ah, you are not the only finely tuned machine out here now, my friend. And I sort of give him a little pet too. I am more than finely tuned. According to my creator, I have perfect pitch. Mm. My mother said kind things about me as well. And I turn and try and get, on the, <laughs> get, up, get up on the war machine. I probably would like help them up if he wants it. Salise <laughs> offers, um, oh wow, I, I, I was trying to say the whole name. Salise just walks by Flip and gives him a little dap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, if, if, do we see Dara's invisibility should have worn off by now? Do we yeah, see her? Uh, it, it actually went away because um, <laughs> Dara's invisibility was replaced by uh, Salisa's invisibility. So she yeah. was actually in, in with you guys visible. Got it. Okay. But she's here and good. Is, she is, is here. She is good. Um, okay. She climbs out and, you know doesn't even really dust herself off as she just kind of stands there quietly. Um, as you look you, to the east, you see a small low mountain range off in the distance, uh, but the opposite horizon is the welcoming visage of a small lake that you didn't notice before. Is it like water or is it flames? <laughs> uh, it, it looks like water. Looks mm. like water. Important point of clarification. Uh, once, once we get in motion and we're actually driving, I say mentally to scoop. I say, I like our odds here, but success is improbable. Should it look like all is lost, you must escape. Make sure others know what fate befell us here. Uh, Scoop will say back mentally, that is so much responsibility you are putting on my shoulders. (laughs) Well, plan A is win. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. I've foreseen you escape this place. It's fine. <clears throat> um, okay, do you guys start driving towards the mountain range or towards the water? Uh, who's driving is my question. I will drive the machine. I have been here before and have driven such a thing before. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so uh, and one of you um, needs to just uh, deposit a soul coin for fuel. I will do so now. We're like knocking each other. <laughs> you can you can put oh. up to four in it. I put uh, one. I'll also put, put one. Put one. Okay. okay. So, all right. Four of them. Yeah. So go ahead yeah. and uh, and take yeah. away uh, four yeah. from uh, or one from each of y'all. Um, I'm like Kane tries to put one in. I'm like I'm eight handed out. You know. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Really quick, I just got that. And mental image when you go to like a game or like an arcade and someone's about to put their coin in to get you like nope I got that first <laughs> this is my slot <laughs> amazing all right so uh, mountain range or water um, and, sorry, how oh. how so after Scoop puts her soul coin in she will turn around and say to everybody how trusting are we in literal hell of water. I can tell you that nothing here appears as it is. So trust nothing. Cool. Mm. Should I trust uh, you for? 
That We're is not... a villain question. Now you are thinking in the right way. Can I ask our host which way perhaps we should go? Yes, that's the holy girl. Nigel and Kane said east. And which way is that? I was about to say, do we see a sun? Do we know what east is? You know? uh, there is no, there is no sun. It is just that perpetual red mm. sky. It is mm. ho- extremely difficult to tell direction in Avernus. Oh, I have a quick question. Does that affect uh, Scoops' sunlight sensitivity? It does not. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's a weird. It's like it's like a, a Superman being under the red sun. Okay. So. You're not you're not hitting that actual sunlight. It's a, a weird, uh, just lower plane kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> good to know. All yeah. right. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, east. Uh, it was towards the mountains. Do you all agree towards the mountains, which is there east here? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, L- unless stay on L- target. It is. Mm-hmm. I have never been swimming before. Wait for it. And I turn towards the east. Okay. Uh, as you okay. head east, um, you uh, go ahead, and it will require at about halfway there four more soul coins, so you can get rid of four more. one more each of the four that that had them, if you want. <laughs> um, and I over the next nice uh, over the next few hours, you traverse the hellscape towards the low rusted iron hills along your travels a few lemurs skulled and uh skulked excuse me skulked and imps flew overhead uh lemurs not lemurs Uh, yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) a little little different Ah, (laughs) my old enemies (laughs) um it is easy for weak devils to collect deals on mortals down on their luck begging to live in the wastes but noticing your fortitude and machine Most of them lost interest or cowered away. However, the few threats that do slowly get the better of you is the oppressive, sweltering, infernal heat that has been bearing down on you for hours now and the abrasive winds that rake across the flat sandscape. It has been hours uh, uh, unsheltered by the tents of the Emporium, but you do luckily have some protection of your war machine. I have a quick question. Um, mm-hmm. Since it's technically been a couple of all hairs, would this constitute anywhere of a short break, a short break, a short race, a short rest at all? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You're just riding. Yep. I get my bardic inspiration back. I go around and I hit all of them with prestidigitation, where I can cool non-living matter, and I like just cool their armor. <laughs> oh, Celise <laughs> is very happy because she's wearing plate armor. Yeah. I am Make, literally nice. metal. Literally, yes. That's nice. I'm like, real nice. I know. I'm like, ah, now you are literally cool, my friend. You know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Again, mechanically, I don't know if it matters, but it should make things a little less agonizing. <laughs> yeah. I do the same for Dara, whatever she's wearing. Um, whatever she'll, you know, let me do. Um, and because I am driving, I turn on the air conditioner to full. Uh, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, everybody, dust, if you could roll dust. me con saves, but with oh, advantage boy. because of the cool factor from Flip. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're a cool guy. Hey. That's a 21 for Scoop. Got it. 
That is a net 20 before hey, my... Hey, all right. 18 for Flip. Okay. That is a 24 for all right. Sigma. And Keen. 18 for Keen. All right. And you all managed to, even though with the heat, but with Flip's cooling effect from precedentation and even Keen almost triggering some of his winter as cold starts to kind of waft off of him, you're able to withstand the heat and none of you gain exhaustion. As you near the end of your approach on the orange oxidized iron ore mountains, you realize there was no direct indication on the map that Nigel and Kane showed you of where the entrance to the caves was or if there was only one. Even you, Flip, who was looking over intently, it's not as if they had a direct location. Um, but you can all make me perception checks. I will use a boon. Right. So many. Thank you, everyone. I will use a boon <laughs> because that was a crappy roll. I will Another do the same. Nice. Nice. Rolls, not used. Nice. Hey. I like uh, this purple I, as the person driving the hell vehicle, have rolled a one. So, <laughs> yeah, you're you're fa you're focused on driving and not looking around. Uh, uh, Sigma, what'd you get? A seventeen. Okay. Uh, flip. You're muted. Far, 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 far less. Um, uh, well, it's not terrible. It's a fourteen, but you know, not a not a natural twenty or beyond. So. Okay. And scoop. Uh, twelve. Okay. Um, so, Celise, you yes. catch this first as you're, I mean, you, you've been here before, you know what to expect from Avernus and your eyes are just on a swivel as you are constantly looking things over. Um, what you do find is a path over the low ridge of iron and that looks down on a wide, deep crevice that cuts into the earth like a nasty gash wound, like pitted holes in a rusted sword or tunnels to an anthill you notice countless entrances into the hill and cliff faces around you. Um, you notice in the up area up ahead in these hills, you will not be able to take your war machine. And up ahead, you hear the sound of uh, armor clinging against uh, the metallic rocky ground before noticing the haunting visage of a creature in full plate with a metal forged, almost baby doll-like mask bolted to the head that stares blankly with apathy as its head lists around searching for something. You then notice another, and then another, as all three spread out across a section of the hill, almost identical in appearance and in manner. And, Over the top. Yep, continue. No, I was gonna ask, if we keep driving, will we basically just run right into these creatures? Yes, and you, you, they, they haven't spotted you yet, but you can get the sense that if you keep going, there you're, you're gonna be seen. Uh, but you see more too. Over the top of a ridge nearby, you see the swish of a skeletal barbed tail before the ominous deep thumbing of wings heralds the visage of a large, spindly, elongated fiend composed of dry, paled flesh gauntly stretched across stark bone that protrudes from the flesh along the harsh point. The multiple armored creatures share a look towards the bony devil without saying a word for a few seconds and continue scouring the area. What was your total with the natural 20? Uh, total with a natural 20 would be a 24. 
Okay, 24. Okay. Uh, that is all you can see as you're going. None of them have spotted you yet. Um, so that's it. Um, and um, whoever who got the 15, I think it was Sigma or 17. Yeah, you also see that Sigma. That is not good. I do not see it, so I'm not even beginning to slow down. I have the eight-track tape playing, and I am bumping it. Um, so, Celise, Keen, Keen, what? we need to stop. It, the music or the dancing? I the driving. Earth, oh. wind, and fire, but it is just fire, fire, and fire. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> I come to a stop. <laughs> You knew what this was when you invited me. You knew what this was. I love it. Keep it coming. <laughs> I come to this is stop. why I invited no, no. <laughs> Um All right. Yeah. So, uh, do you stop, Keen? Yes, immediately. Okay. Uh, the uh, machine comes to a stop, uh, and uh, Celise, do you point out the? what you saw to them and Sigma. Yes. I, I, I explain the, the creature we saw and these, these terrible things in the road. Um, so. Uh, and there was multiple other tunnel entrances away mm -hmm. from where they are. So there is a chance that you could stealth past them without being spotted. If you're not in a giant meta metallic war machine. Hmm. Out of so. curiosity, would it be a sight thing, or would it just be like the the sound of the war machine is uh, what draw them? Both. But you also know that where these hills are, uh, and the holes that lead into these caves, your war machine cannot go. It just it yep. doesn't work. It, yeah, it's like trying to drive a van up literal mountains and into caves. Mm. We need to carry what we can and leave leave your extra soul coins before the car anyway. <clears throat> I can do that. Um, hey. you, there are things that deal in soul coins and these things do other effects than just pay for things. All right, well, leave, leave enough to, to get the car going and carry a few with you. Yeah, and if and if at this point you want to downsize to your allotted amount carried, so you're not at disadvantage for everything, you can easily do that. I believe Celise is saying that we must toss a coin to our war machine in this valley of Avernus. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> fact that the bard said that. The fact that the bard said that. I am the bard. I am allowed <laughs> to do this. <laughs> no. All right. I think you broke Devin. Um. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, remember, your totals uh, are your constitution modifier. Is how many you can carry without being at disadvantage. If you would like to I downsize still, to that. I, I, I still only have one. I, I've, I've, I've utilized two. I still have one. Okay. Um, Does one not have any soul coins? Do I know? Oh, I've still got, I've still oh, got three. I'm downsizing to my allotted two since you said that was my modifier. It's yeah, my modifier. I have three. I have three right now. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm if, just gonna keep them all because that's how I'm at. 
if we I, have a if we have a mo oh sorry please tj sorry i interrupted you i i will put the three on my person as uh, in a bag with a small rope on it i want to be able to throw it to the ground and be free of it as an immediate first thing if possible I will carry it over my shoulder, and it is the first thing that I will do if combat is imminent. I will throw it off. Uh, yeah, easy enough. You Absolutely. put it into a drop bag. Uh, before we get moving, I just say, friends, I have a way I can get word to these hell hooves, blood hooves, hell riders, whoever. But in doing so, it will notify everyone of our presence. Uh, Dara speaks up. They are but lost souls right now, and I do not believe any means other until their soul has reformed into a body will be able to be contacted. They're dead. Yes. Did anyone else realize the people we're looking for are already dead? But they are suffering, and I can feel their pain, and I will be able to bring all of them back. Ah. Uh, she looks down really at her arms. And yep, mm. and anytime you all have used your boons, you notice the bracer slightly glow and a new scar appears. Rude. <laughs> That's oh. we all just collectively oh. oh, I didn't want it the advantage that bad. Uh. <laughs> but yeah. I will say that you notice that she does not mind and that is her burden, and it is a part of her faith, and that it gives you hope in the mission to come. Um, so if you do show signs of anguish, she comforts you in a way way wiser beyond her years as you begin to talk to her more and more. Uh, you realize that she has bestowed wisdom as well uh, to bring you ease of your pain and discomfort. It dis Comfort. It would take time, but if you all are willing to wait, I can press to digitate a hole big enough to bury this thing. At least it won't get stolen while we're gone. <laughs> but it'll take time because I'm like uh, probably less because uh, Scoop is a very experienced digger. It is. It is, it is their speciality. I do not know if it is necessary. I have the keys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is up can... to you, friends. Who's gonna steal this thing? Did we I look steal around. it when we got here? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. Is there any like scrub or brush to put over the war machine to just hide it so it we don't have to deal with the shenanigans? Barren, barren rocky wasteland. wasteland. Yeah. What um, they just said is no, we don't have no scrubs. So. In character, Celise may just reach over like she's going to rip out Sigma's subwoofer <laughs> after just that comment. Steps back. I'm adding. Oh, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> Flip is like, I foresaw it and still when it arrived, it, it was. Yeah. Hanging out the passenger side of your infernal ride. No, I have oh, never, yeah. I have never played a bard on stream. This is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is no, not this is beautiful. Fault. Keep it coming. Is, 
So what's the what's the penalty if I if I rip the constructs speaker out? There actually is a penalty if you try to do something with it. I wouldn't do anything with it. I would just bury it in a hole and keep going. <laughs> you right. Ripped out this man's ability to speak. While I see Celise mean mugging uh, Sigma, I do lean over to Scoop and I'm like, please, Scoop, show me how it's done. In the digging? Mm hmm. And I do help with my prestidigitation to, to make a hole for the, for the war machine. Slow going. It took an hour to get one big enough for all five of you. Um, it's probably going to take two, three hours to get something deep enough to bury this machine. Are we on any kind of time crunch? Dara only says that the longer we are out in the open, the more vulnerable we are to the devils that live here. Yeah, and, and you can get the sense that the scouting party that is up ahead, that is obviously searching for something, given time will easily make their way towards you. Oh. Okay. Um, well, if you if you don't want to spend as much time to fully uh, bury it, you could spend a little bit of time to make it like stuck. Yeah, to make it look unusable. You can do yeah, that. Like 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 okay. dip, a, dip a dip a wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, go well, ahead. Then I, then I will actually do the opposite. I will let Scoop dig the hole, and then I will press the digitated back full. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. Look, uh, go like ahead and uh, and just give me a deception check, just to kind of set the the difficulty of, of making it look like something else. Uh, you can roll advantage since you are being helped. Yep. Scoop. Dig, 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 dig. That, oh, double 18s for a total of 19. Nice, nice. absolutely. So you, you spend um, a little bit of time just quickly like getting like even like the front portion of it so it looks like it's like gone in and then throwing some dirt here and there, ripped off a couple of the other panels that uh, aren't new, but we're already dangling off in a minute, and you make it look pretty unusable. I will, if I can, in this time, remove the steering wheel and bring it with me. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> so, so, so Celise sees this, and she's just like, Keen? Don't, don't they have like celestial U-locks or something or what, are you really going to carry that whatever that is to steer the war machine with you? Oh, he can put it in my bag. Ah, you see, we have a team here and I will just in pure spite release the parking brake. So Scoop, wow. will, Scoop will take off, off her backpack, which has a very hastily scrawled uh, word that says secrets on it, and, uh, you know, undo the, undo the tie and open it and says, uh, here, you can put it in the bag. Uh, and the steering wheel is much larger than this bag, um, but it goes in easily. It should be sticking out. You should see bits of it, and it ties it up, and it looks like it normally did. She puts, rolls it back on her back. It is this bag eat your face? No. Just, it's a hazard and long history, long story. It's my, I'm walking away. I walk away. Apron <laughs> bags. Yeah. <laughs> Keen has, has some history with some bags. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, 
if everybody will give me a stealth check as you make your way. Oh boy. As we as as we begin to travel, um, Scoop will go up to Celise and say, um, uh, 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 you, you, I know that your armor does a lot of clinking, um, and so I don't want your armor to do so much clinking. So she will touch you and give you Blessing of the Trickster, which will give you advantage on self, which would be a straight roll for you. Uh, but Keen, because you are above your con modifier, you will be rolling at disadvantage. I uh, just rolled at advantage because I didn't trust it. 23. Okay. Yeah, and if you guys roll and then want to use one of your advantages to roll another one, do that. If you roll advantage and roll crappily and you want to use a natural 20, you can do that too. Um, I'm going to use Scoop's Blessing because what I rolled was terrible. That is so much better. 19. 21. Uh, okay. And Keen? I will use my advantage. Uh, I have a Cloak of Elvenkind, so I'm starting at neither an advantage or disadvantage, so I'm now I'm going into advantage if I may. Yep, that works for me. Ah. The, 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 the holy magic of these bracers and these boons is so powerful that it breaks the mechanics of advantage-disadvantage to where you can roll that advantage <laughs> even though you have disadvantage. <laughs> but I will, as we do this, I, I can feel that I would not have succeeded otherwise. I will walk up to this human and say, I see what you are suffering. I will not apologize because it is your choice. But I will say thank you for taking this on. And she looks up at you and, and smiles. And she actually reaches up and, and grabs your hand and squeezes it. As if to tell you, like, thank you also, and that she sees that you get it, that you understand. Um, and, and just, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, please, no. please you. Oh, and just um, while we were, well, is this something you're gonna say out loud? Yes. Then you need to go first. I, I was just gonna say that uh, when, when Flip observes this exchange between the two of them, you notice he just kind of looks disgusted. I sort of look away because I don't want her to feel bad, but he's literally like your God's bullshit. Like every time it's like this little girl is suffering for us, he's very much just like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like even though they have a moment, he's kind of like, mm, mm. and. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and while um, folks were like digging up and getting the thing in the bag and everything, um, knowing that we were going to have to start going towards a certain place and make sure we were keeping quiet, um, it would have started off low, still audible to us, but low. It would have gotten and slowly, with ten minutes passing, that sound deletes, deletes, deletes until there is silence. As I cast silence, nice, amazing. And taking caution while escorting the. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, just just for just for, while we're operating in silence, I will sort of like daisy chain us psychically. Like if somebody like motions to me, like I'll transmit messages between us. So I can only talk to one person at a time. But if somebody's mm -hmm. like, I'm like yes, and then I'm yeah. like, hey, and he says, watch out, you know. So so we still can talk. Nice. Yep. Taking caution while escorting the ten year old girl, you all move silently and take a wide berth around to find another entrance around the countless options 
while also making sure to not bring any attention to yourselves and find yourselves further down the mountain spine at the entrance of a dark cave. As you enter the cavernous tunnels of the canyon, a wind cuts through the, the crevice, followed by a chorus of unsettling, discordant, reverberating screams and moans that echo out an Aztec, like an Aztec death whistle. The sound is so violent that, it, that the screams are followed by the percussion of tunnels collapsing and rocks falling throughout. The sounds continue to reflect off walls and down the tunnels constantly to varying degrees, making the pathway ahead not only difficult to predict, but difficult to hear anything lurking within. Hmm. As you enter through an opening carved from the erosion of the howling winds and begin traversing a tunnel that shifts and flows like red and orange waves, causing the tunnel to amoebically shift between widths from 15 to 20 foot diameters. Eventually, it opens up to a large cavern riddled with holes jutting out in every direction, creating an infernal labyrinth. Without hesitation, the young girl moves forward to the center of the cave and kneels to pray. With a few hushed whispers to ill matter, you watch her face wince in pain before she collapses to the ground with her arms pointed to a southwestern tunnel. Um, Sleece will run over and see if she can heal her at all or assess what's wrong. I mean, she knows about the bracers, but... You can make a medicine check. Uh, Scoop will... Scoop, uh, or or Scoop can... Scoop be doing the same thing, so... Okay, you can make a medicine check. You can roll it with advantage. Or or you can also roll Scoop either way. Uh, 26 for Scoop. Okay. That's so much better. 21. Okay. Um, you both look over her, and other than the, the physical wounds on her, she seems to be perfectly healthy. But you can tell that she is in constant pain. But she doesn't seem disheartened by it. It's like her, even though there are physical wounds on her, her body itself does not show the... De- uh, deprivation of of the wounds yeah it is it is mainly a burden yeah is she what? visibly wearing any sort of armor sorry nope. there no she is not I, while they're doing these things i just hit her with mage armor sorry tanya i didn't mean to interrupt sorry that's okay i was just gonna ask would cure wounds be effective in this case because her marks are from these relics she's wearing um you with that and, and knowing of, of ill matter, know that cure wounds isn't going to do anything. All right, then I will not try that. Um, all right, I'm just going to uh, carry her until she wakes up. Um, she she is conscious and and she kind of looks up at you and she says, "I'm okay. I was just feeling." for their suffering, and I found it. But with your help, we can bring them hope and salvation. Like a thread that pulls me, I believe the Broken Lord has shown us the way. And she looks towards the Southwest Tunnel. Right. I, I, set, I set her down on, on the ground gently, and just kind of keep, I'm resolved to keep an eye on her. Mm-hmm, of course, mm-hmm. and, and she stays next to you. 
um, as, as long as you want to be next to her. And, uh, and again, she grabs your, your hand much like Keen's and squeezes it um, almost as a show of thank you. Okay. Yes, Flip. Since I define what the mage armor looks like, do I know enough about Ilmater in my research to Absolutely. know what like a cleric's garb would look or like a robe or something like a like, yeah, yeah, which like is a, rags. It's al almost yeah. like a, a tattered rags. Uh, robes is what they wear with the red cording around the the wrist. Like whatever would be appropriate to a priestess of Ilmater is what you know sort of shimmers around her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ill matter definitely uh, strays away from the gaudy and um, dresses themselves in the robes of the poor and oppressed. Uh, and um, she looks over to you and smiles and nods her thanks. I still smile at her because I, I'm very conscious of the fact that like my beef is with Ill matter, not with yeah, her. of so course, absolutely, like, yeah. Really quickly before I forget, um, um, Sigma, there's like a small little panel that opens up on his side, um, and he takes out two um, vials or uh, uh, bottles, and I go over to Scoop, and I go over to Solis. Um, I do not know if your healing capabilities will always be effective. This is extra, just in case, as I give you two of my greater healing potions. Give Dara. Uh, uh, no, to Salise and Salise. Uh, got it. Scoop. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Salise and Scoop. Yeah, I guess I was gonna do it before, and I didn't do it yet. <clears throat> All right. You see, Scoop does not put this in her bag. She puts it in like she's got little pouches and stuff on her hips too. She puts them in, in little pouches. Great. Awesome. Uh, so you guys head southwest. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, for the next hour, you follow in the directions Dara leads you as she continues to weep and whisper small prayers that lead you down a series of tunnels. Through the journey of shrill cacophony, you talk with the young woman and learn that Dara is unbothered by it as she seems to be in constant state of suffering, but is ever hopeful. You learn she was chosen to save El Turl and restore hope to those that are lost and remind the world that even the darkest of times, even... Uh, through all that we endure, we do so for a brighter future. Her ageless wisdom and optimism inspires you all with hope, not only now, but for years to come. However, while you are all walking, the constant maddening screams of the wind howling through the tunnels begins to grate at you. You start to hear whispers on the wind hidden in the screams, whispers that become voices of pain, anguish, and other deep emotions that pull at your subconscious down to your soul. Solis, you, and only you, hear a familiar voice. One you have not heard in an insurmountable amount of time, yet you could count the days since the last time you saw your wife's face. And through the screams, you hear malevolence, agony, as she calls to you down an adjacent tunnel. Why didn't you save me? Why did you let me die? In the shadows, you see the outline of a large humanoid, wolf-headed figure that emanates chilling deep chuckle. <laughs> what would she think if she knew you trained and revered the one who caused her life to fade from her eyes? 
Um, does Celise is Celise within range of this creature? You are. You are. And as she hears this, the ring that she wears on a chain around her neck gets warm. And she pats it and just doesn't say a word to anyone. And she should know better. But as she hears this voice, a unbelievable rage overtakes her. And she just runs full tilt, sword out to take out the source of the voice. And as you do, you're running. And as you get to the source of the voice, you do not find the person that causes your ire, but seeing laying at your feet is the corpse of Malevolent as her undead form screams and claws at you, pulling herself out of a grave. We need you to make a sanity check. And for a reminder, that is an average of your intelligent and wisdom ability score. And with your bonus as a paladin, you're gonna roll a d20 and add three. I would just like to say when Celeste moves, Flip moves. Like when she runs, he runs. And and (laughs) she takes off running and Flip does not see anything. Uh, Not see or hear any of what she is seeing. Okay, 19 you said? Yeah. And and as and as this visage of your your wife in her undead state clawing out, you you close your eyes for a moment. You feel her wedding ring against your chest. You know deep down that this is not real. That she is with you in this exact moment. And you open your eyes and the image is gone and your mind is once again your own. And that is where we're going to take a break. Oh. Oof. Oof. Man. Oof. Oof, not ready. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we like to play a very <laughs> emotionally heavy game. Um, so thank you all so much for donating. Um, what is our current at number at? Ashley? 8830. That is incredible. We're very close to our 10,000 goal. Very close to our 10,000 goal. Keep those donations coming. If you can't donate, please share the stream. Get the word out there. Get people in here watching us and these incredible players in this incredible, incredible cast. Um, We will be doing a drawing for all of the milestone unlocks so far uh, at the end of the episode. Um, And we will be pulling those from the active chat. So stay active. Keep that going. Uh, thank you all so much. Um, um, make sure that you're in the Rock Punch ATL's Twitch chat specifically. Yep. Uh, B Dave, you got something? I'll just, I'll just say if we, if we break that 10,000, like I will do something. I don't care. Y'all tell me what you want. Head, and I'll do head, it. Head, like, head. Uh, yep. Your crackle, crackle. Snap, crackle, pop. Crackle, pop. <laughs> I think he was saying that if we break 10,000 I'll do something I'll do whatever y'all want you tell me what I'll do but I'll oh, do okay. <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown we hit uh, 10k B Dave is doing something oh that also means uh, oh wait we hit it or we're going no, to no no we're going no, to, no, we're, we're we're going go. to. If we when if we hit it um, you missed it in chat I said if we hit 10k I'll sing toss a coin as Sigma Ooh, and if we hit twelve, yeah. if we hit twelve five hundred, I'll do the song in makeup as Sigma. Well, we just hit. Well, nine. we just hit nine. So, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. A thousand to go. Uh, we'll there be back is. in about twenty minutes. We have um, a very important video um, about the Veil Project at intermission. So please stick around to watch that, and we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Okay.
set recording, okay? We just need to say what Rock Rush Pizza was this podcast promo. I enjoy punching rocks. Nope. Stop. We need to say, like, what Rock Punch is, you know, like, what is it? I mean, it is comedy. Yeah, yeah, we do comedy sketches, but, like, overall, what is it? Oh, uh, we have our YouTube and Facebook videos, our podcasts, and our Twitch streams. Right, but we're more than just, like, places with stuff there. We're, like, like, what are we, right? Yeah, we're, like, some stone No, nope, stop, stop. We have D4. Yeah, yeah, we have D4. Right, but we're not just D4. We're, like... We're like some boulder slamming. Cult it! No! Okay. So, we'll just say that we're like. We're uh, an entertainment channel for geeks and gamers, providing quality content across multiple platforms. It's truly something for everyone. Wow, Greg, that was perfect. I mean, it's not that hard. Yeah, I mean, you left out the punching box. Shut up! It's your favorite cinnamon bun of joy, Seisha. That happened. And then, so yeah, then this happened. And we're back. We have a kind of an announcement to make after the, uh, you know, intermission. Uh, We broke our goal of 10,000. we're gonna go ahead and bump that to fifteen thousand. Yeah, because I think we can do it, and we no, still got another half to go. No think we know. We know. We know. Uh, we also want to say at D four in the beginning we said POCs, and we want to be very clear. We meant black. Hundred percent black. But, but with that, we're gonna give it to B Dave. Uh, thank you. I will just say as an aside. Hopefully, you can hear me. You can hear me right now, right? I'm like you cooperate. You accursed divines. Um, uh, one chat, y'all tell me what it is I'm doing for 10,000. Talk amongst yourselves. There's people in there I trust. You tell me I'm gonna do it. I said I'd do it. I'll do it. Um, uh, if we hit 15, I will do all the things that you guys suggested in chat. I don't even know what that entails. Probably a lot of things. I said what I said. Now, that being said, I just want to say, first of all, thank you, D4, for hosting this. Thank you to everybody who is taking their time this week, who has opened up their wallets this week. It really makes me feel good. And obviously I cannot speak for all of my, my fellow black people here on this stream or all black people anywhere, but I know a common feeling that I've heard expressed that I myself felt when I saw the George Floyd footage of him being murdered in the street. I have to tell you, I didn't have a huge emotional reaction at first because unfortunately I'm used to it. I shouldn't have to be used to it, but I am. I was like, that's fucked up. They killed another one of us and no one will care. I guess I'm going about my life. And then something happened. And people were like, how are you? I was like, I'm black in America. That's how I am. And like more people were like, how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? And I was like, wait a second. Oh, people care. Like people are paying attention. Oh, they're marching. Oh, they're demonstrating. All 50 states, multiple countries. I think I just heard 18 countries. People all over the world standing up for us, which is beautiful and appreciated and i just want you to know that it is a marathon and not a sprint and i just want to remind you that it is fine to take a break it is fine to have some fun watch people play games play games yourself go watch avatar like it's cool man you can still enjoy your life because this is a long thing and the real battle is in november so thank you 
Do not forget the things that you have learned during this time. Do not forget the awareness you have gained because these protests are going to stop. It's going to stop trending. Life will restart, and this will still be our existence. We don't get to escape this. We endure this. So thank you for coming along with us now. Hopefully you'll be along with us for quite some time and maybe we can just change the destination that this currently cursed vessel seems to be going in the direction of. That being said, uh, let us get back to our story of guiding this other cursed child, hopefully towards redemption. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for that encouraging, incredible words there, B. Dave. Uh, let us make our way back into Avernus, where the last we left off, Selyse had seen um, a uh, illusion um, in a trick of the mind to of her her late wife and her late wife's murderer but her mind steeled and she resolved it and as we come back uh, flip you're coming up behind Celise as she took off running as she suddenly comes to a stop looks down you see her uh, touch her head for a moment but then her her hand comes down to her, her breastplate of her armor where the necklace the, that holds the ring of her wife is, and she comes up, and you can instantly see with your passive insight that her she has steeled herself, and whatever she saw is no longer in front of her, and that's where we're going to pick up. I will not hesitate to watch this happen, but step up to the 10-year-old child. I must watch over her because she is the mission. I will stand with her while the others deal with this threat. Scoop will be somewhere between Keen and Dara and everybody else who has moved forward. He, she was not willing to leave Dara until she saw Keen step up, so that makes her feel a little bit better. So she's kind of somewhere in between everybody. Sigma's just staring because she's kind of confused, but he's always confused. So in his confusion, he's just... Okay. I say, I say to, <laughs> to Celise telepathically, I'm like, are you well, my friend? Are we under attack? Because I don't see anything. But I'm like... She just, she's still standing there, head bowed. And it's like, it wasn't real. It was a trick I fell for. There was what nothing there. What did they show you? Not here, not now. I'll tell you later. Just the most painful part of my past was something they ripped from me and dangled it, knowing how I'd react. So I have to be on my guard and a lot more aware of the temptations and evils of this place than I was the first time I arrived. I, this time I say out loud, and I say, I am known for my perspective, not my self-control. Should I run off in a tizzy? Please, one of you tackled me. <laughs> and then I go back towards the group. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> as you approach back to the group, taking as much time as you need, Celise, um, you're met by the eyes of Dara as she reaches out with a single hand to hold if you so wish she goes I can feel your pain I can calm your emotions but I will only do so if you wish 
um, Celise kneels down and gives her a gentle pat on the head. I'll be okay. I don't want to add to your suffering. I just, I'll be all right. If I'm a little quiet, it's okay. I understand. Sometimes we have to suffer in order to know what good we must instill in the world. You're right, but I'll, I'll be okay. I just, I don't feel good about the fact it fooled me so easily. We are in Avernus. I, Cecily stands and she, she wanders toward the, the door that they were originally headed for before her, uh, before her, before her, um, before the visions, yeah. yeah, that is fine. Um, and as you start to move your way down this tunnel, suddenly the howling winds cut through the tunnels more like a gale wind than a breeze, and the earth around you rumbles, causing a hail of boulders and rocks to fall down from above. You need everyone to make dexterity saving throws. Oh boy. No, he wasn't ready. Okay. I will forego my dexterity if the child is in danger. I will cover her with my body if I must. Or um, I will yank her to the side, whatever is more efficient. Uh, okay. Do we, do um, we get anything from Paladin stuff or no? I don't, I don't Paladin, so I don't know these things much. <laughs> um, you, there's heroism, but that I have to cast that. You have the plus two. You have a 10 foot aura of plus two. Do you have an aura? Yeah. Because I, was acting, yeah. I didn't know if it was an aura thing. Are we within 10 feet? Yes. Yeah, everybody's kind of right there together. So and there's yeah. a 20 foot wide hallway. So you're easy, easily enough grouped into a huddle. Uh, Keen, yeah. make your roll at disadvantage for protecting Dara. Six. Okay. Okay. 16. Um, so DC was 15, um, and so everybody who passed will take, or everybody who, who failed, sorry, everybody who got lower than 15 takes 17, and everybody who passed takes eight. Um, and uh, you Keen, know. you completely protect Dara, and she takes no damage. This is a cursed place. And as you all kind of pick yourselves up from the, the fallen boulders from this wind, uh, it kind of settles and you begin moving further. You head a little further down, a few more tunnels, squeezing through narrow passageways, nearly cut off from collapsing, heading up inclines, declines, sometimes even crawling to squeeze through tough sections of tight spaces. Um, if everyone will roll me a perception check. I'm going to use an advantage and re-roll that. So will I. Oh, that's um, terrible. I'm just going to use my nat 20. So will I, well, I, wait, actually, hang on. I don't want to be meta, but I have not, I just rolled a 20. So let me. Okay. So roll the 20. <laughs> uh, Ty, I, I, using a 20. 
No, I'll, okay. I'll just be nosy. <laughs> okay. Um, I did also. I got a dirty twenty myself. Okay, dirty twenty. Twenty-four. Uh, Twenty-four. Oh, yeah. uh, the with my bonuses, a twenty becomes a twenty-five, but is a natural twenty. Yeah. Okay, of course. And okay. keen. Actively, it is fourteen, but my passive is eighteen because I'm observant. Okay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh. <clears throat> And I got a 13, my passive is only 12. Okay. Those who beat the DC of 20, you eventually come to a cavern, and just as you approach uh, the center for Dara to be pulled in another direction, you catch something on the ground, an etching so small you almost didn't notice it, passing it off as a claw scratch into the ground caused by a devil. But as you look it over more carefully, still a good distance away, you notice it is an arcane rune. I pointed out. And could I make an arcana check to see if I understand what it is? Of course you can. Okay. All right. Uh, that is a 24. 24. You know this to be a glyph of warding, but it is a celestial glyph of warding and is a little bit more powerful and unique um it is it is a ward against celestials or a ward left by celestials <laughs> left by celestials um it is uncertain what will trigger it but you know it can be very deadly i point this out yep um i point this out um my friends i do not know this type of sorcery but it is divine somehow. Uh, could I make a religion check to try and figure out what it might do? Sure, go ahead and make a religion check. Sorry, what did I miss? Uh, you walked forward and you came across a glyph and uh, it is uh, something left by celestials. And Scoop is looking it over to see if uh, they can figure out what it is. Uh, okay. I rolled a 25. All right, uh, you know that it is a celestial glyph of warding that, that, um, and the, that uh, Flip had pointed out, but looking back on your history of celestials, you can see that this glyph is an, would expel enough radiant damage to dust a fiend. Wow. Uh... She Scoop paid attention for Celestials because she likes the way that it sounds when they when people sing in Celestial. So that was a, a point of, of of inspiration for her. Um, does she would she know what it would do to any of us? Like, would that radiant damage still be effect? Uh, would it affect us still? Yes, you know that it would still affect you. Okay. Uh, at any point, has Scoop shared uh, that she likes when people sing in Celestial? Uh, probably not, just given where we are. Ah, uh, okay. Because I speak it, and I super would drop bars if you didn't me. Maybe it'll come up later. So really quickly, um, we found out it's a glyph of warding that has a lot of power within it. A, a celestial glyph of warding. Um, mm -hmm. that has a lot of power in it in enough that could um, disintegrate and dust a devil. Dara, do you know of a way around this contraption? 
I am unsure. I don't know if it's if we enter the room or if it's if we get close enough or if it's we choose the wrong path. I'm, I'm unsure. I Is mean, it? Go ahead. I can, I can try to dispel it. If I, I could do that as well without yeah. having to use any effort. AKA. Yeah, but, he points at his oh. subwoofer. But wait, friends, if we are able to get past it, it still might be useful to keep other things out as well. Ah, you have a good point. That makes sense to me. See, Omega I... wanted to say something else, but Sigma wouldn't even think of it, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I pick up a, a rock. Actually, I, I'm, I'm not particularly strong, but uh, I pick up a rock and I just yeet it past it. I don't try and like land on it and set up, but I see if it's like, is it any proximity? You know, sort of like, eh. hey, you, you throw the rock and it goes and tink clinks, doesn't set it off. Sigma might not be smart, but he understands magic very well. He steps way back just in case that thing is set off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, you step to the very back of the group. <laughs> There's a, Goodbye. a good chance that or, organic matter might be the the trigger, you know? That makes sense. I um is there anything else that we see? It's just this one thing and it's it's in the middle of the cave or it's at an intersection. So you have a tunnel that leads into an opening that leads into multiple exits once again. And Dara was about to move forward to pray once again to find the direction to go before you stopped her uh, as you noticed this glyph. Hmm. Well, perhaps you should still offer your prayers, child, just from back here. I will. Don't give up hope. This glyph is proof we are headed in the right direction. Towards yeah. destruction, yes. It is It is there to ward uh, any of those that would be hunting or did hunt the bloody hooves. Uh, but we should move more cautious in the caverns. But I will pray. And she kneels and begins to pray and whisper uh, to Ilmather until once again she feels the pull of uh, the direction of which to go. Um, and it is uh, to one of the far right tunnels. Does she head toward it on her own or does she? She does not. Okay. No. Um, Salise goes up and asks, what, what does that tell you? It tells me that our next direction is down that tunnel, and she points to the right one um, without entering the room, uh, as it is unclear what will trigger this glyph. Um, and she continues, I, I don't know how to get around it. And if it is as powerful as you say, it could destroy us all. I look down at it and I just say, hmm, well, I believe I might have a solution. And I tap my staff and I cast a wall of force around the glyph. <laughs> so you dome it? Use the, the dome version of wall of force? Mm -hmm. Nothing okay. but disintegrate can pass through it, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But 
But then I just say, well, wait, child, if I've miscalculated, the burden is mine alone. And once I put my wall of force in place, I I can't I do my wall of force and then I cast um expeditious retreat, so I'm really fast. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, mm. and then I stop and I look at Scoop and I just say, Ten Kappa says I live through this. <laughs> You're on. Ah, mm. That's a terrible <laughs> bet. If I'm wrong, I don't have to get any. Ah, and I just. <laughs> I, so, as, Expeditious Retreat basically triples yep, my. Yep, and you, so. you take off running. And as you do, the small glyph on the ground begins to glow with a golden white light that it then explodes and radiates in a blinding radiant flare. And you see it as this like bubble of hot white light that then burns away at the force and then fills the room. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw at advantage because of the barrier of the wall of force. Everyone? Mm. No, no, no. Just Okay. Yep. Mm. Just I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and cash in one of those 20s. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fair. So that's like right like, like halfway up the wall type like spiraling <laughs> away from it on the way by. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm um, Sonic the Halfling right now. Yep. So you are going to take 42 radiant damage that is already halved. What? Despite my wall of impenetrable wall of force. It it, it burned through the wall okay. and kept okay. going. It was a disintegrate. It was a disintegrate. Uh, I want to say. For, for, wait, 42? 42, yeah. yep. I had 42 hit points left. So you see. <laughs> Oh God! Spare the dying immediately. Uh, and and so you you, wow. you get this. You do not crumble to dust. You just fall to the ground because you passed your save. Um, and as you hit the ground and skid across, you kind of come down. And scoop. You run up and spare the dying. Yeah. And then easily. And then uh, let's see what we 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 got a mass heal. Sure. Let's just use one of those mass heals. Just get it all in there. All right. You're healed to full. Hey, I'm like, uh, anybody else who's down, go ahead. And I mean, it's 400 points of healing dispersed throughout the party. So go ahead. And I'm pretty sure that'll heal everybody to full, regardless of what that. And, and you watch as, as you do this, you see um, Dara kind of run over and place her hands up. And you watch as the bracers glow and everybody is washed with this warm healing light as the mass heal goes off. I, I just look over look, at. I, I would just say I just look at Scoop and I nod. I don't say anything. I just pull out tin copper and just slap it in her hand and stand up. <laughs> I look over at. Um, again, it's always the nearest person next to me, which right now is either Celeste Keen, but I think it's probably Keen because Celeste is going to kill me. Um, and I just say, we could have attempted to dispel it. Instead, they made a wall, and went off anyway, and then they died. This is an interesting group. I like them. It was a sound tactic either way. We did not know, and it could have been used to ward off fiends coming from behind. And, and now it is gone. She actually goes up and hugs uh, Flip because she knows that you just suffered a lot. Muted. Silent spell. <laughs> 
Right. I'm, uh, no, it's but a scratch, child, but a scratch. And I actually pressed to digitate my clothes that are like burned and stuff. <laughs> so I'm like, like press to digitation and mending. I'm like, see, I'm fine. It's just fine. <laughs> yeah. She nods and uh, and points towards the tunnel that uh, she was pulled at towards. Uh, I'll let someone else go in first to this next one, if you don't mind. <laughs> Uh, who's taking the lead now? Uh, I will. Okay. Uh, Scoop um, kind of takes the lead as everyone kind of follows behind. Um, and as you enter this tunnel, Keen, as you are continuing down these paths, the screaming tunnels start to turn more sinister with a heckling, haunting laugh that creeps up <laughs> from your memories as you also hear the sounds of waves. In the shadows of a tunnel leading away, you see the silhouette of a thin, drip, dripping wet figure. And you remember who took Furion away. Suddenly, you see the figure before you swallowing your vision as you can only focus on the sea hag before you. However, instead of the one that took the young drow child, you see the mutated and corrupted form of Furion himself, gaunt and hideous, his lavender gray skin now very pale and soaked as if a walking drowned corpse. He grabs your face and all you hear is maniacal laughter. <laughs> I need you to make me a sanity check. Uh, again, that is your intelligence and wisdom score average. Um, so for you, it will be a, a plus two with Salisa's aura of protection. I am in my autumn. A time of dying and letting go. I remember spending time with this young man, first when he was a child, and then again later when he was a man. A man turned evil by my choice to leave them. But we had a talk, we found a path, and through this path I am free. If he is evil now, it is his choice. Not mine. I will use one of the natural 20s donated by one of our friends to reconcile this and release this memory and let it go. And you do. And as you do this, you watch as the visage just shimmers and fades away from existence. You know for a fact that this was not real. I close my eyes and swallow that memory and hope secretly that wherever Thurian is, he is doing better than that memory suggests. All right. As you make your way further into the depths of the canyon caverns, you begin to hear the thrumming of something fluttering every once in a while, where the wind is soft and the maddening screams are low. It is hard to tell where it is coming from, but it sounds close, and it sounds like a swarm of some very large winged creatures. What do you guys do? Oh boy. If it um, sounds like, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that if it sounds like it's flying, I would do the most natural thing to do, which is to look around because I didn't think of that. I do not, do not look up yet. I just look around saying, what is that sound? Step close to the child and summon the glaive from the Feywild into my hand. 
and with a burst of autumn leaves that flutter away from your autumn form, this glaive ignites into your hand as it's, as the leaves kind of blow and then suck together to form the solidity of this polar. And Solise? Solise pulls out her sword and shield and also casts Beacon of Hope on the party, which gives us all hope and vitality. Yeah. Um, for the duration, each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws and regains the max number of hit points possible from any healing. Nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, this this like warm beacon comes off of Celeste from the, the holy symbol on her shield as it washes over the party. Uh, we hear wings, but have we seen anything yet? You have not seen anything. You just hear the fluttering of wings. And it's 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 not like like a flapping of wings it's more like the the like buzzing and it is not although it is echoing through the tunnels you are in a tunnel that is only 20 foot wide in diameter and it sounds like it is coming from uh one of the chambers ahead so uh, i mean is there only one way forward or there's possibly still a uh a... there's only one, one way. way um i just sort of look at you all and i say uh, friends, would anyone object to me announcing our arrival? No. To be fair, our arrival might have been announced by the explosion of light before, but I am not sure. Go for it. Um, can I, do I have any idea how, how long this tunnel goes or like even roughly how close whatever this is, is? Um, it's hard to tell because of how the the sounds of like I mean it it's like constant screams that adjust in volume as you've been moving down these tunnels. Um, so it's mm-hmm. really hard to tell because sound is bouncing very strangely. I sort of lean my staff down and kind of like anchor it against my foot like you're placing a javelin, and then just like twisted <laughs> lightning bolt down the tunnel. So ten d six on anything that's in the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, and that's 120 feet, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and what, what's your um? The save DC is uh oh sorry, hang on. Uh, I'm doing. I'm casting it from the staff of power. Um, it is d- Dex 15 for half damage. Okay, Dex 15 for half damage. Got it. Uh, and the damage is come on. Uh. D&D Beyond is... Is D&D. That is true, it is D&D. 38. A 38 damage? Okay, so 38 Mm -hmm. on a... Fail. Fail, half on a... Half on a... a No. 14? 19? 19. 38, 19. 19. 19. Math! I'm an artist. Mm. Theoretically, it should uh, illuminate the, uh, illuminate the, (laughs) the tunnel for a second, too. Uh, it does, um, mm-hmm. and as your bolt like arcs in 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 the straight line down this belly, you you look down and see an underbelly of what you first think is a bat swarm nest. But as you see, it's kind of hard. you can just almost make out the silhouette, but you can see massive, almost as like not almost bigger than Sigma are these huge, large size wasps with thick protective carapaces. And you watch- Are these murder hornets? These are not murder hornets. 
as the lightning bolt slams into three of them, two of them getting out of the way uh, after the first one is hit dead on, and the other two kind of get on it, it's only clips their wings. Um, and you notice that they have thin metallic wings and stingers the length of long swords and strong legs ending in blade-like talons, each one the size uh, beyond a full-grown human. Um, but yeah, that's what you hear. And then you hear the buzzing headed your way and we need everybody to roll initiative. I don't like it. Woohoo! I rolled to disbelieve. I'm gonna use one of my advantages just to get him out the way. 21 for me. Not bad. Um, 19 for Scoop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep uh, my- Hold on just a second. We'll, we'll call it out. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, 25 to 20. 24. 20, 21. A 20 to 15? 19. Uh, 15. 17. Uh, Celise, you got a, a 15, you said? Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. 15 to 10? I think that's everybody. Dara. Uh, right. She got a 12. Got it. 12 for Dara. Uh, Sigma, you were first as you see them buzzing down this thoroughfare. And how far are they? Uh, they're about, uh, I'd say they're about 60 feet away. Perfection. Um, cool. Uh, you see Sigma kind of step forward and he's, uh, again, he is always booming. There's always something underlying, whether it's soft or loud, there's always mm -hmm. something there. But at this moment, you see him just drop the base. In a minute, the base drops. I cast Shatter at fifth level. Ooh. Mm. Nice. Go ahead and roll that damage. Uh, that's a con um, save. Con save. And you specifically said something's metallic on them. It, yes. Yeah, their mm. wings are thin metal. Uh, so that uh, is at fifth level. That's sixty. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, math. Whoa, it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thirty-five points of thunder damage. Nice. All <clears throat> right. Um, the first one. That you that was hit directly with the lightning reverberates, and you can see the shock wave pushing down this uh, corridor as it is just shooken and then explodes into goo that like coats the walls. Ew. Um, and then um, after um, that happens, that's disgusting. Um, I keep that energy and just going. And you see that his ears are where his ears would be, almost like extend out a little bit as if he has headphones in. And he's just jamming and he looks at um, at Celise and just as he casts, um, as he gives Bardic Inspiration. Right. right. Celise, go ahead and take a D10 nice. Bardic Inspiration. Cool. Uh, and um, that uh, is my turn. I guess I'm. And they're jamming. Great. Uh, you you watched as two of them exploded. Oh well. You're so, welcome. Yep. So there are three left coming down this thoroughfare, but it is flip. 
first as fate has deemed he goes before them are of the ones that are remaining are any of them damaged uh, all of them are damaged uh all right i'm gonna go ahead and drop a fireball on them <laughs> also <laughs> from the staff of power so you see i i look at them and i'm like hmm curious and i flip it around the other side and i'm like perhaps fire <laughs> and it yeah. detonates and washes <laughs> over them and you watch as the fire just ripples off of them to seeming to no effect as they continue to move down uh update fire does not work <laughs> um and i will um uh let me see if i have anything else um i'm going to uh nope i'm going to keep my reactions and everything ready so in bonus actions so nope i'm good uh you keeping your bonus action you said Mm -hmm. Okay, copy that. Um, as now they are uh, on you and they get to scoop who was in the fr in front. Uh, no. One goes to scoop, one goes to Sigma who came up to, to shatter, uh, and the third one goes to Selyse who is just um, back getting ready to move up. Uh, it is, so they're gonna do, yeah, one we got, got it. Uh, the first one which will be on scoop. No. I rolled disbelief. Uh, does a 13 hit your armor class? Does not. All right. You watch as the stinger comes straight down from the underbelly of this thing as you jump back at the last second and it slams into the uh, the iron ground. And so then you... it, it's 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 more like um, what you fail like what what it what, what's unnoticed because she never uses it. There is a small shield on her back, like a buckler style shield. Okay. So all she does is that she ducks and kind of turtle shells okay. and the stinger hits the shield. To nice. No awesome. Love that. Uh, the second attack uh, is also, as, as you do that, you roll out of the way as these talon-like, these sword-like talons, which are literally swords, come clanking down on the ground where you just were as you nar narrowly escape the way because a 12 will also miss you. Um, and then uh, on uh, Sigma, another one comes in Stinger first as it tries to impale you. It's a roller coaster. Uh, 16. Um, and as he's vibing, you just going, 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 see it come, and you zip as a um, shield of sonic force appears in front of him. And he's like, you can't touch me. You can't touch me. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> so as it is rocked back from the sound waves, it then brings both of its talons down and does a 21 break your break through your shield. I have a question, because it's not necessarily a reaction. Well, I guess... How do these bardic inspirations? Work? No, they Fighting don't. Words. Work. It is. A, it is a reaction. Oh no, no, that's how I was thinking about. I oh. was thinking about something else. Uh, but actually, no, I don't think it applies right here. Um, no, that that just so happened cuts right through. Okay. Mm. It's like no. Thirteen points of piercing damage as these things just rake across the, your metal form. I am in pain. <laughs> Uh, and says, then who's but... next? Uh, next up is Celise. Yes. Um, I'm going to uh, go. Nope, nope. Yep. You're getting attacked. 
Nice. Okay. In, in, yeah, ending yeah. your turn. No, in a little okay. bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're getting as as one of these uh, hell wasps comes flying towards you with its stinger. Uh, does a nine hit your armor class? No. Are you sure? I'm very sure. This one time. <laughs> this one. Time. No. Okay. It is. It. I rebuke that nine. Okay. Fair. <laughs> that that that's fair. Um. And as you just easily parry it away with your shield, and as it does, it swipes with its sword talons, uh, but just scrapes off your armor because I'm assuming a sixteen misses your armor class. It does. Yep. And it just it cuts across the metal of your armor, and sparks kind of fly into the air as it too has missed you twice. Oh no! Poor wasp. Up next, Scoop. Ducking and diving. Indeed. Um, so Scoop has turtled and she uh, rolls out of the way. And as she regains her footing, she turns and uh, the wasp that attacked her. Um, how far away are they from me? Uh, your one is right next to you. Oh, neat. Yep. Um, hmm. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, she's going to uh, grab it by the gross sharp leg and uh, cast Inflict Wounds. Ooh, nice. At second level. And I'm going to use one of my advantage boons. That is a, a dirty 20. Uh, yeah, dir a dirty 20 will hit. Nice. That's... Just barely. Well, that is 40 tech. Oh, that's nice. That's very nice. That is that is a total of 24. And with that, you watch as you grab onto it and the necrotic energy from the inflict wound seeps into it and you watch as its body begins to shrivel up and it curls in on itself as it crumbles. It, yes. has, it has died. Yes. Keen. How many are left? Two. There is one uh, attacking Sigma and one attacking um, Selyse. Uh, have, they have already attacked, yes? They have, yes. I will pull the child back behind me, keeping my hand on her. I will keep my glaive close. Uh, if there is one within my 10-foot reach, I will snap my strike out, but I will not move forward away from the child. To do uh, the one engaged with Selyse is, you can easily get within 10 feet of it to strike it. Very good. I keep my hand on the child and I throw the glaive over my shoulder and use it as a pull cue almost between my neck and my shoulder blade. And I snap the blade very quickly Love towards it. the flying creature. Whoa. I've already rolled them because there are so many possibilities in numbers. So the lowest armor class that I have hit is 21. All, all of them hit. That is a total of seven, uh, 17, 18, 25 physical points of damage. And the magic of my glaive ignites with necrotic damage because I am in my fall. And this is the time of death. And you roll it over your shoulder and stab into its large abdomen as it just starts pouring out this oozing secretion of amber uh, that you then see turns to black as its body withers and decays as it screams out and then falls to the ground. And now there is one left. 
I will protect the child as well as I can while this is happening. It is I'm so looking for movement and attacks of opportunity if it moves into the child's range only. Understandable. Okay. Yep. And because you're a polar master, you provoke attack of opportunities as they enter you. Uh, but it is Salisa's turn now. Salise will not stand for the slander by these wasps. She <laughs> is going to attack. Hopefully my my dice do not fail me. Um, does a 25 and a 19 hit? Both of them hit. The 19 is its armor class. Uh, poor thing. <laughs> poor thing. thing. So that is 11, 11 and 9, 20 points of damage. Salise, if you would please sing us its swan song and describe how you kill it. As you kill the last one. Um, Salise is, she is like 900% done with the Vernus after having escaped and wasps were like the final straw. So she, she takes one, one strike, like cuts its stinger off and the other strike just pins it right to the floor. And with two quick swift sli uh, slices, it's rendered useless and then killed outright instantly. Um, almost mercifully as you kill it quickly and the threat is thwarted. Yay. Um, as you move forward, you go into the dome-like area that was before and you see um, what the what was the swarm's nest and you look above and into an alcove of an enormous nest riddled with chambers and passages they're uh, stuck in the amber sucrose at the center uh, is the remnants of a corpse of what looks to be an angel that look that looks like it's writhing unpleasantly from the motion of the larva you see gorging on their uh, entrails creating the false impression that it still lives. But then you continue moving on. Yeah, it, it is not alive still. Yeah. And for that brief well, second, it looked like it was. No, but there's, but there is it, an angelic corpse being consumed by something. Yes. By the larva of hell wasp. If you want to deal with that. No, that's getting set on fire. No, um, just told the dead. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like yes. I, I, no, I, yeah, I, I will help. help. Yeah, easily you all just kind of just can't like using doing what you can with reach and just eviscerate these larvae to hopefully leave this angelic corpse to some peace. And after that's done, I just say, um, friends, if you would give me a moment, I would like to put a warning on our cave that we've come through in case we're followed. And I cast alarm as but as a ritual. Um, alarm on the cave entrance. So if anybody comes through there, it'll scream loudly. Okay. Okay. It comes Absolutely. down this uh, corridor. Are you setting it to it where audibly we, we or came. in your mind or mental? Uh, can I specify? You can. Yes. Um, I will have it go off uh, audibly because okay. maybe for some reason it might be in a different location or something. So, uh, but where we good. came from. So essentially, if anybody else comes down that tunnel into yep. this room, the alarm will go off. Got it. Okay. That it has been noted. Okay. All right. Escaping the hell wasps, the next tunnel you come to gives you pause as you see 
a rifling spiral of celestial script of religious iconography. In the center of the tunnel, you see the corpses of a few imps and a two bearded devils. Their bodies look to be slashed and cut multiple places with the scorching of radiant blades. Do you think the angel back there did this? How could it have done that? It is up there. That makes no sense. Before it got up there, maybe it came from this way. That could be a possibility. Uh, clarification, these bodies look freshly dead, and that angel looked to be very, very dead. Long time. Long time. I retract my statement. Mm -hmm. mm. What could have possibly done then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this keep walking. <laughs> okay. As you continue forward, Flip and Keen, you notice that just out of the corner of your eye, and is your, is your uh, read everything still active? Yes. Okay. Uh, you immediately begin to see that it, it reads about Zariel's invasion of Avernus. It then begins to tell the tale of how everything spiraled out of control as legions of fiends bested her and her army through the fault of her blind, zealous actions. As you read this, golden globules of light begin to filter in the form, uh, in, in the script like embers from a flame. It is a beautiful sight to behold in these darkened caves. They then unexpectedly rapidly expand and move, forming an ethereal golden uh, spiritual of winged hell riders whose blades fly past and cut through. I need everybody to make me dexterity saving throws. That is not fair. Uh, scoop, this uh, being um, of religious intent, this is very similar to spirit guardians. Oh, neat. I will use an advantage. I will too. So will I. I. Ooh, Ooh natural twenty. Nice. What are what are we rolling on again? Uh, dexterity save. Uh, okay. And we get a plus two from um, Salisa, right? Correct. She everybody's still within ten feet, and she has that aura of protection that grants that. Dirty, dirty twenty then. Dirty twenty. Yeah. Uh, actually, same. Oh, actually, no. Actually, hang on. Sorry, I didn't. That was just on the die. So that's uh oh twenty six actually. Oh, nice. Uh, mm -hmm. 30, 20 for Salise, 24. Uh, Keen, what'd 20. you get? 14. 14, yeah, I heard and you I natural 20. I'm mostly concerned with protecting the child. I pull her back and out of the way or take the damage if I must. Uh, and a 23 for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's because of the, of the spirit guardians, you, you can't actually shield her from this um, as you watch as even her is overtaken by these magical guardian. Uh, uh, not to be too meta, but does it, does it look like she's moving or does she look like flat-footed, like she doesn't know what to do? It looks like she moves, but it seems like she doesn't quite get out of the way in time. She's very close. I, I, I have foreseen uh, this moment. The child rolls an 18. And with that, she gets out of the way. Right before it happens, I turn and I'm like, duck child. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you, you have foreseen it, and that is what no. happens. Okay. I got it. Here. Just need two more. Uh, 
Um, as uh, DC is 17, so everybody who rolled over 17 passes, everybody who rolled under 17 fails. I believe that is just Keen. Just Keen. So Keen, you take 28 points of radiant damage. And everyone else takes 14. Uh, you watch as even though... Go ahead. Um, can I? Do I still have time to heal people or no? Um, not before the damage is taken. Okay. No, I meant after. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you see Dara, even though she gets out of the way, she still gets nicked a bit. And you watch as she staggers um, as, as her small frame isn't that hardy. She's still standing. She's still up. But she did take some pretty massive damage to her form. Oh, that did not feel good. But I also don't feel anything. This is the conundrum. I don't know where I know that word from. I look at Sigma. Because um, it was Sigma that was damaged, correct? Yes. Uh, Say that again? You, you were static at your time. Um, Sigma uh, got out of the way a bit, still got damaged. A king yeah. took the brunt of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm just not, I'm just lower than I want Got to it. <laughs> okay. I could do it myself too, though. Uh, um, and you you watch as um, Dara lays her hands on herself and the bracers glow, and you watch as the wounds that are not scars, the fresh wounds, heal yeah. up a bit. Actually, and then continues to glow and continues to glow as she takes a few moments and heals herself back. Yeah, to and you glow. watch as she uses three cure wounds on herself. I remember um, the buff that Celise gave us. She gets maximum healing. Oh, that's right. That's right. So uh, okay. two times. Twice. Okay. Yep. Right. Yeah, so uh, uh, that is still up. Anytime uh, anybody heals anything, if anybody wants to do any healing, it is maximum right now because Beacon of Hope is, is still it, active. Is it from spells or does potions count as well? Potions, spells, any type of healing is automatically maxed. I am going to drink, though a robot cannot drink, a greater healing potion. Yeah, for some reason, this one is a greater repair potion. Thank so you. Which is strange because because you know <laughs> anytime it's a greater healing potion to others, but when you drink it, it's a greater repair potion. <laughs> so it heals you the same. <laughs> Thank you. As my people would say it, slide some oil to me. Yep. And <laughs> as uh, as you drink, go ahead and take that healing. Um, and... I also take a greater healing potion that I have received from the ether today. Yes. Mm. Like Thank a little comes down on a little tiny parachute. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you all continue forward once again relying on the pull of direction determined by Dara you've started to notice the, the guidance seems to emulate not only from her prayers but from the wards of suffering bracers themselves while you are traversing further into the winding maze of, ca of caves something catches your eye scoop a small familiar brown leather satchel backpack it's been so long since you have seen it You've almost forgotten the wonderful secrets it holds. <gasps> my backpack! I, I go. My, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> As you approach, you realize and grab onto it, hugging it and uh, 
you know, re-embracing uh, re this lost item and wondering how it got here, you realize that it is unwieldy and way heavier than you remember as you start to feel weak and feeble. Before I did, not, I did not have this many secrets in this backpack. <laughs> yeah. And you uh, suddenly notice that it's not a backpack. It's nothing more than just a rock. And your mind sinks and begins to spiral as your own insecurities cloud your mind like shadows, constantly telling you how weak and insignificant you are and how you cannot help your friends. I need you to make a, a sanity check, please. No. Uh, that is an average of your intelligence and wisdom modifier. So with uh, uh, Salise's- She ran away. Uh, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. So, uh, so plus three. Plus three. I'm gonna use an advantage. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, no, let's let this happen. It hasn't happened yet. It's a 14. Okay, just under the DC. All right, do Go. me a favor, roll a D100. Ooh. Forty-nine. I hope I picked this. This is one. so fitting for you. All right, you become instantly attached to a lucky charm. It can be a person, an object, anything. I'm gonna let it's you decide rock. what that is. It's it's the rock because I think it's my backpack. All right. <laughs> As, as you have disadvantage on attack rolls, ability checks, and saving throws whenever you are more than 30 feet from it. Okay. So um, I... Uh, uh, and this, and uh, this lasts for, t uh, for the next 10 minutes. Okay, great. So um, Scoop returns to the, uh, to the group with uh, carrying this very unwieldy rock and... Uh, she says, oh, you guys, I thought I lost this so long ago. I've been looking for this backpack forever. And you all look and she's not, it's not a rock. It's like, it's in her arms like this. And she's like barely moving as she carries it. You are currently encumbered. Just never encumbered. <laughs> or should we did, uh, you know, fine. <laughs> Sorry, I am confusion. That is not a backpack. It's not a very nice thing to say about my backpack. But it is literally not a backpack. Unless I am wrong, I could be. I am wrong a lot. I press um, digitate it to clean it, so at least it's a like smooth, shiny rock. Like it's not like a dirty, dusty wow. rock. Yeah. Um, quick out of character question. Yep. Mm -hmm. If I use identify, does it only apply to me or could I use it to show our kobold friend that they are not indeed uh, carrying a backpack? You you are bestowed the knowledge. Um, so yeah, you can't, you could explain it to Scoop, but uh, you can't make Scoop see what, or automatically get the knowledge that you have. Oh, well. It's a good, it was a good try though. Like it was, it was a good thought. I should get inspiration. <laughs> um, you have, ha uh, you know, you can have a bardic inspiration. Woo. Yeah. Uh, D4 doesn't use the inspiration rule. Yeah. Uh, yep. But you can right. have a D12 bardic inspiration because Yay. you just got a D12 bardic inspiration. <laughs> hey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <to our donations. laughs> uh, All right. Keep. We'll keep moving. 
Like, I, I don't even attempt to explain this to Scoop. I've just, uh, would you like a hand with that? Might I, could I assist you in carrying it? Uh, actually, actually, yes. It is a little heavier than I remember it being. Um, I don't remember having as many secrets as this backpack tends to, it seems to have. So I would welcome the help. Thank you. Uh, this is slightly awkward. I'm not particularly strong. I was just being polite, but yes, okay. I'll try and take it in edge of it. Okay, chop. Yep. <laughs> Y'all are like shimmying oh, and walking. Way. Yep. Um, and in this last, and after that, ten minutes goes up. Your mind comes back to scoop, and you realize that you're just holding a rock, mm. and you really have no idea why you're holding a rock. In fact, you're like, for a second there, you're like, since Flip is holding it, you're you're obviously helping Flip do it. So it's you know, must be Flip's rock. Flip, why are we why are we carrying this rock? Uh, you said it was your backpack, that it was, uh, value to you. Don't be silly. This is a rock. This isn't a backpack. Uh, it is a very clean, shiny rock, and I immediately let go. When you, <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> and the shift in weight makes you stumble <laughs> and, and drop it, and, mm. like, just out of the way as, as it almost lands on your toes. <laughs> and I pat the rock and say, you were a great friend for a while. It I, says nothing back. Did <laughs> wow. Neither neither Celise nor Keen actually shared what they experienced, correct? Like we know like they saw something stressful, but neither said what it was, right? Correct. correct. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. And um I'm like, uh keep moving then. Much faster now. It's like you know when you put down something heavy and you're all like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh you continue forward as Dara guides you to another open cavernous room, but much to your dismay, you notice there are no further tunnels. There are no signs of the bloody hooves, hell riders, beyond the fading carving of an angelic holy longsword etched into the rusted iron wall. And under the sword is a carved banner with the script written in celestial. The only other thing in this room are two bare and bloated fiendish figures of pale flabby flesh stuck like a pincushion with a multitude of arrows, bolts, from every direction. And Dara looks over this sword and says, this carving's very old. And if this was left behind by the bloody hooves, I can only imagine how long they have suffered hiding out in these caves. My desire for them to still be waiting and alive is gone, but I have hope and faith. I have healed many before, and I will revive them. Uh, Flip, you can immediately read the celestial script on the wall because you mm -hmm. know all languages. I read it out loud. I actually, I actually speak celestial. Um, <laughs> I, read, I read it out loud. Uh, Keen, I believe you do as mm -hmm. well. And so you mm -hmm. can also uh, read it as Flip reads it out loud. Um, and it translates, we wait for Zariel. May your sword strike true. May your shield save those in need. And below the script, you all see two evenly spaced, hand-carved, fist-sized deep holes. So there's two devils in here that have been struck like a pincushion. There's a sword. There's a script. There's holes. What do you guys do? I, I look over at Dara. And I just like nod my head at her gauntlets and nod at the hole. I'm like, I believe you're up, child. Okay. 
Where Gosh. are the pin cushion bodies in relation to the holes? Um, they're kind of more like in mostly into the center of the room. And so and the holes are against one of the walls. So it's like, it looks like straight up Indiana Jones, holes in the walls, arrows and dead bodies. Yep. Yeah. Well, these, do, these, yeah, the, uh, these two holes are about that big. Do I know? It... Wait, hold on. Sorry. I'm mistaken. Does it look like something shot out of the holes under the carving and that's what killed these things? Or no, the arrows are, hole... you can make a perception check. Well, I, or yeah, investigation. I guess, I, I guess what I'm getting yep. at is, are the death holes and the hand holes the same holes? Yeah. Perception um, or investigation. Your choice. Uh, let's see. That is a 23. Okay. Looking over the sculpture, you take notice of the, the two fist-sized holes that have a smaller celestial arcane script etched on the inside. And reading over it, you translate it to Faith demands sacrifice, for faith is blind. And you also notice that the two fist-sized holes are not the only holes in the room, as small dime-sized holes litter the rounded-out cave almost in every inch of, uh, of the walls. I just sort of look at it for a second, and I'm like, no, 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 no. What manner of God would have the child cut her hands off in a trap? Ah, oh, come. And I, like, very much am like, ah, oh, she's supposed to put her hands in there with the braces. It demands sacrifice. Of course it does. And, like, very much, like, Flip just throws a full-blown tantrum about how fucking stupid ill matter is in the middle of this holy shrine. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. He can strike me down because apparently he can't do any worse than he does to his own servants. Are there any holy symbols in this place whatsoever? Um, only the the sword. And it's not really a holy symbol of a god. It's You recognize it as the sword of Zariel. With my prestidigitation, I can summon a symbol. I want to summon a sword that fits in that hole. It's like uh, easily doable, and as you do, uh, it goes in. Nothing happens. I think there's got to be something in both of them at the same time. If you want me to, I can try it. But you seem pretty upset with my attempt. Do you want to do it and see what happens? Uh, we've come this far, clearly. And I look at her braces again. You were marked for this task. All right. And you watch as she places her hands in the hollowed iron and dirt, hollowed out iron and dirt further and further until she's nearly pressed up against the wall. I will stay directly behind her in case this place decides to attempt to pincushion her. It will okay. be me. All right. Um, her arms are engulfed all the way past her elbows before she she says, I, I feel something almost like a handle. And as she does, um, you he hear a click. As she's like, I can't, I can't move my arms. Ooh. Look around. Has anything changed? Is anything yeah. unlocked? Yeah. That's the first thing I'm wondering. I'm curious. Like, I I don't know what's happening, but I heard a click, and now I'm just like, what? What could that be? 
And as you're looking around, you see that the sword itself begins to glow with divine light. No, it don't. The room is then littered with arrows from every direction. You need everyone to make dexterity saving throws. Oof. I'm using a boon for this. You know what? Because I haven't used any yet at all. I will natural 20 this. Yeah, where are we on our natural 20 crop right now? Like, how, how many are there still? Uh... I think we all got separate numbers. Yeah. Everybody has at least one to use. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna... to use one. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, I got like five. Never mind. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and hit up yeah, one of those. Sure, I'll use one. Why not? Mm -hmm. yeah. Why not? Because I've got like seven. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I, I rolled a twenty-one, but you know what? I'll take mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Which nice. makes it a twenty. It makes it a twenty-six. Absolutely, yeah. um, Keen. Uh, you're still protecting Dara, so I need you to make yours with a disadvantage to take the brunt of the arrow, so she does not get riddled with it. I am an eldritch knight. Out of instinct, I will bolster this, if I may, with the reaction that is the shield magic from the Feywild. Uh, don't waste it, because it is, this is a deck save. It's not uh, an attack against your armor class. I don't um, do that. I only react. Yep. Okay. Fair. Fair. Yep. Yeah, the shield comes up. Uh, what was your deck save? I put the shield on her as I take Fair. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will gladly let you do that as as the arrows pierce and get through you, but it strikes the shield and she is unscathed from your protection. Um, anybody that rolled less than 18, which I think yeah. everybody Everybody passed. natural 20, but Keen. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Keen, you take 21 points of damage and everyone else takes 10. That is fine. We could be worse. As I look over at Keen. It Never mind. Worse. They are worse. Yeah. I start pulling arrows out of my armor. And as you're pulling arrows out, everyone, you hear the grinding sound of stone on crushed iron or in rusted iron. You begin to fear that what you begin to fear of what may happen as the radiant glowing sword carving sinks into the wall, creating a split that opens from floor to ceiling and stretching out from the extended arms of Dara. And the test of faith reveals a hidden passageway that continues further down into darkness. And from the darkness comes nothing. However, Sigma, you hear the boisterous amalgamation of voices from behind you, beckoning you from whence you came. In a chant, you hear your name being called like a crowd, begging for an encore with a rhythmic beat that calls to your soul. Sigma, 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 Sigma. Is this my chance? I was once the background. Now I am the lead. I'm sorry, Vesmir. I believe this is my moment. You did not die in vain for you live through me now. And I'm going to walk forward as I like. Get I'm just going as I go forward. Yes, uh, and as you go forward with this raucous beat that's echoing out through the tunnels now, you hear a familiar voice. Still following another's footsteps, I see. I built you to be better. To them, you are nothing but support. To me, you were perfection until you failed. How does it feel to be stabbed in the back? You feel a hot 
sharp pain in your back as if a blade was buried itself all the way to the hilt. Looking back, you see the short, vibrant white hair slicked back over the lavender gray skin of your creator and mentor. Please roll a sanity check. And as I do this, I look back and... But you told me to continue on. I had to. And now, now I feel, now I feel, now I feel, now I feel. As he literally starts to short circuit, as he did when Vazimir was killed. Okay. And um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, mm, I have boons, but I feel bad using them on these, so I'm not going to. This is a what check, a sanity check, so that is nothing for me, basically. Uh, you have plus three, to, so roll a d20 at no, no, three. No, he has plus zero. This is oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, plus zero. You're right. My bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, no, I was looking at something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that is a 13. 13, go ahead and roll a d100. No. Uh, what number is that? Twenty-six. And he is still. No, I still. No, I still. No, I still. And as that, and as you're, you're, are stabbed in the back by your your creator, you begin to suffer from extreme paranoia. Are you are you good enough to take the front stage? Or will you? Are you're always supposed to be back up? Are you, you're never going to be good enough? Are these people actually helping you, or are they just using you? Are they going to stab you in the back just as your creator just did? And your panar- paranoia sets in for four minutes. Oh no. Uh. Uh, and he's just slowly walking towards but staying like a good 20 feet back from the group. <laughs> Did you hey. see something, my friend? This passageway is open. Yeah. What you, you know, he doesn't say anything, but you hear him trying to like restart music from his subwoofer. And each time he starts, it's almost like a record scratches. Like It's like, huh? And he just continues to do that for a while. Then we talk, though. Is Dara uh, still trapped, or once no? Dara, 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 when it when it opened, and as soon as it finished opening, she was released. Yeah. Hmm. Well, if you're all right, Sigma, I think we must proceed to the end. What do we see this large construct currently doing? What do we see? You see as Sigma is just kind of backed up and almost has gone, you, the, the like beat that's going is almost like on repeat and stuck as it's just not quite, the, there's no rhythm to it. There's no tone. It's just that almost like a broken record stuck. And he's just quietly walking behind you saying nothing. I kneel to the child and I pull out a scroll that I was given from our friends. And I say, child, this, it is called greater restoration. I am incapable of understanding its power, but perhaps you could fix our friend? I understand it very well, and I will use it. 
And Dara walks over with the scroll and lays her her hand on you, Sigma, and you feel... I will, I will say right before she gets there, yep. he steps back. No, 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 no. You seek to augment me, but all you do is cause discord. This is not what I need. I am a major court. You make me minor. No. And I just, yeah. <laughs> she looks back at you, Keen, with a look of a little despair. And she goes, I can't do it unless I touch him, and I'm not going to force that. Great construct. Can you sing us your song? If you cannot do that here and do that now, you cannot hit that major chord which you so richly deserve to share. But I am the backup. I you all want to be the lead. I will not I do anything. I cannot even sing, great construct. That is a gift solely that you carry. Sigma's going to attack. I mean, notes. Sco Scoop's going to tackle Sigma. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me an athletics check. Sigma, you can make an athletics or acrobatics check. Ooh, using a boon for that. <laughs> okay. uh, 15, uh, 16. Without a boon, that's a 25. Jesus. Too slippery. I have no. seen this moment. He gets a 7. Without Ooh. a boon, that's a, that's a 7 on the roll, correct? Yeah. No, that's a straight, yeah. It's seven no, on the roll. Seven on the yeah, roll. Seven on the yeah. Roll. That's an 18 then. Oh. Do I still, could, do I at least get a hand on him though? You do, you do get a hand on him. That's all I want. I'm just going to tell, like if I touch him, I'm casting Greater Restoration. That is fair. Yep. You, you, you get and barely scrape against him. And as you do, you see Scoop cast the Greater Restoration as it washes over you, your mind clears, and you can now see that everything before you was just an illusion. Your paranoia was thrust upon you from this place. You are the lead. You, are, you were built to not just be the accompany, but to take center stage and show the world what you can be. And you have your, your senses are returned to you. And he, he looks up and he looks down at Scoop and then looks back. I am unsure what just happened. I will run a diagnosis, a, a, a diagnosis, however. Okay, okay, you can do that later though. You feel better? I believe so. Cool. We can continue making music. Let's go. Um, and as you return, uh, Scoop, uh, Dara walks up to you and goes, um, you suffered losing some of your magical power and I'll give it back to you. And she hands you a, a scroll of greater restoration. Hey. <laughs> I actually didn't have any. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. Shall we proceed? Yes. All right, you all traverse down the winding tunnel path that leads to another wide and open 25-foot diameter cavern. Beyond the tunnel you, you just entered from, you see four obvious pathways. Dara kneels at the entrance to pray for guidance as she whispers a few more prayers, but unlike before, she is no longer pulled in any specific direction. She walks further into the room to glance around the room. And she looks back at you that is still at the entrance. 
I'm sure this will just be another test of faith. We must not lose hope. Which way do you think we should go? I'm not sure. I can't uh, feel... I don't feel the pull. And there is there any difference in the four tunnels? Uh, they all look identical. If you would like to make an investigation or perception, you can. Absolutely. Um, I will do... Uh, perception, and I'm going to cash in another one of my natural 20s to make it 25. All right. Across the tops of every passageway tunnel, you see a singular small engraved symbol in no determinate order. Of the symbols, you see a sword, a shield, a mountain, and a pair of horns. Written in a circle of angelic script is a phrase that translates to, let us smite, and smite is all capital, the fiends. You also notice before entering, uh, and that circle is um, atop on the ceiling, Uh, but you notice that in the center of the room is another small arcane glyph that did not seem to ignite by the presence of the young girl walking directly over it. In the same um, uh, as before, or just like the same like explodey arcane glyph, or just another celestial glyph of an indeterminate type? Uh, of an indeterminate type. I relay all this, point out the symbols, read what I saw, you know, share all of that. Mm, Smiting sounds like paladin language. What do you think, Solis? Absolutely. Just point me at what I need to smite, and I'll take care of it. Sword, shield, mountain, and and what was the fourth Horns. Horns. Mm. And, and, And horns, not horns. Oh, that makes me sad. (laughs) There's, let us smite the fiends. There's, but there's nothing like from the sword door that can like be pointed at the horn door or anything, right? Nope. Mm. I grow tired of this place and its riddles. Hmm. Is there a way for me to smite all of these all of these things that we are seeing? Um, you could do it indiv- like individually, but the the glyphs or not the glyphs, but the symbols carved are on uh, up above the tunnel, and so you would have to find a way to reach it because they're about fifteen feet in the like up on the wall over the entrance to these tunnels. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's four tunnels that perpendicular to this chamber. Okay. All right. Does it mean recover something from the sword tunnel to take down the horns tunnel, or does it mean go straight down the horn tunnel and destroy what we find? Mm. Out of curiosity, I will allow my subwoofer to beat and continue to beat as a, what am I looking for? There you go. Around 30 feet of me, I will officially detect any presence of magic as the cast detect magic to try to figure out more that we can't see. In the center of the room that um, nobody has said that they entered yet is mm-hmm. that glyph 
that Flip pointed out. And it is a very vibrant, radiant, uh, uh, tell you what type of magic is in a second. But other than that, uh, the bracers of the young girl are glowing and multiple items upon your party, but nothing else in the room. Uh, Enchantment. And that glyph, is that glyph the same? Is that the same? Well, I didn't do it then, but it's the same as the one we saw before? No, it, it, it's a different shape, uh, and this it radiates enchantment magic. Okay. And okay. Dara is the only one who's gone in. We have not gone in yet. Correct. Correct. Okay. I will. I will walk in, feeling that presence to try to just understand what that could be. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess walk past people and just go. All right. Okay. And as you walk in, the rune Let's begins see. to glow from the center of the room, as a blood curdling scream echoes through the chamber. I need everybody to make me intelligent saving throws. You made me do the one that I am bad at. <laughs> Should I? Yes, I have boons. And you all paid for them. Natural 20. Yeah, I'm going to use a natural 20. <laughs> I don't like what that might be. <laughs> yeah, I have a, 20, a, a 26. <laughs> okay. 28 on um, there, so at least. Yeah, even my own aura did not help me much, so I'm just going to burn a net 20. Copy that. <laughs> Thank you to the sounds of D&D Beyond's nice roller. That's <laughs> 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 oh, not that bad. All right. So DC's 18, so anybody who got below an 18 is going to take 39 psychic damage. Ooh. Uh, anybody who got over an 18 will take 19. 19. Did anybody fail? Natural 20 is used from the chat. Thank you. Okay. So nobody nobody, nobody failed. Awesome. All right. Uh, and with that, the, the glyph goes dormant and it's no longer magic. How? And I allow my subwoofer to beat once and it's almost as if I catch the sound that it creates and then I pour it over my face as I cast Cure Wounds um, at third level. As all of you are reeling in pain, you see Dara kind of look quizzically and she goes, what's wrong? I can feel your suffering. It was a giant scream from the middle of the room. I heard nothing. But we all heard it. Maybe the sword is protecting her. Um, can I do a knowledge arcana check on the sword? Yeah, you can go ahead and make me a knowledge arcana check. Or religion, either one. Uh, they're both the same bonus. Ooh, and I'm going to use an advantage because that was a crappy roll. <laughs> that is much better. 14? 14. 14. Um, you, there's nothing really special. The sword, it kind of resembles Zariel's sword, the same as the symbol previously. Um, mm-hmm. There is, you get the sense that the, the, the phrase is most likely alluding to a specific tunnel. Are you, are you talking about the sword that Dara interacted with? Or are you talking about the sword in, of the four symbols? The sword that Dara interacted with. Yeah. Ah, got it, got it. Um, 
that that sword sunk into the wall and is no longer there. Yeah, and it, it split so, um, and opened oh, into the pathway okay. that you guys are walking. Um, I walked into this room. And from your 14, it is uncertain as if because she's the one that uh, blindly chose Faith, if she's protected, or if it is because of the bracers. I point down. I point down the tunnel with the horns. I'm like, that looks fiendish. Let us go smite whatever we find. You I'm know, done. I did not hear this word smite a lot until being with this group. I like it. Let's smite things. What are we smiting? Whatever's actually, down there. Actually, right after I say that, literally after like uh, Flip is like, yeah, let's do that. And he like stops for a second and he turns and looks at Celise. And he's like, Celise. Yes. It says smite in capitals as if that's the important part. Maybe it is actually the sword we should pursue and not the fiends. My brain is weary from travel. I leave it to you, but I would hate to idly lead us into our destruction. You're right. Um, let's go investigate it. Yeah, and it like, flip like, I mean, like, turns on his heels. He's like, go to the horns. Ah, go to the sword. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Case. I'm going to go to the sword. Yeah. Okay. So it's a tunnel that leads straight down. Who who all is going down the sword? I'll go. As if they all do the exact same thing. They all go down into darkness. Does it feel right going down a separate one? Split the party. <laughs> we must stay together. I agree. We will follow them if this is their choice. Okay. So you, yeah, you go all go down the sword and you choose a tunnel and begin marching down what feels to be an almost identical tunnel as the one you just came down into the room before. And feeling for a moment you may have chosen incorrectly, you look back only to be met with a wall of stone that just dead ends behind you. Dara sighs for a moment and you can tell she is taking a second to calm herself. She feels as you can feel that she feels a little lost. But she says, if we stay focused on the choice, if we stay focused on the choices of the past, we will lose sight of the future and get nowhere. We have no choice but to move forward. And it's almost as if she's talking to herself and not out to, he's just talking and she wasn't directing it towards anybody in particular but it's almost like she's you know calming herself down yeah as for a second you felt her falter but you continue on and on for what feels like an hour of straight marching through the winding path just as you feel like you're stuck forever in the constant endless loop you begin uh, to wind around a path when you hear the snickering and bickering of two voices ahead. Hmm. I, uh, I was going to say, hearing it definitely stop, but like, I like extend my ear a little bit so I can see if I can hear what they're saying. 
Uh, okay, make make a perception check. Yep. Thank you for booms. Let's go ahead and make this at advantage. Because I have way too many advantages, y'all. Uh, um, I mean, that's a natural okay. 20. Yay. That is awesome. You can, you can absolutely hear them speaking infernal and have no idea what they're saying. How dare right. you? I, I speak infernal if you tell it to me. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, I, sp I speak abyssal. But if you, uh, yep. if, if you tell me that you hear that, I can cast comprehend languages and then I'll speak infernal. <laughs> Something <laughs> sounds off. I do not know what it is. It sounds like <laughs> or something to that. The back of the throat, oh, it's infernal. Yeah, abyssal is more like in the nose. Like, um, uh, comprehend languages and then... Uh, make a perception check with advantage because you know what to look uh, listen for. Uh, I'm going to cash in one of those 20s. So that leaves me with three now. I'm like... Uh, what was your total again? Uh, I'm going to cash in one of the 20s. That will okay. leave me with three more. Okay. Um, you hear the voices. Um, do you hear something? Yes, I do. What do you... I think we should investigate. Let's see if we can... Find what is coming. Yes. Let's go make friends. And uh, you can hear them walking towards you. Uh, two I, distinct voices. I recount that accurately. I, I'm, I, I was like, we could ambush them or we could talk on the off chance they do mean friendship. This is some sort of shrine. Uh, how far away did they sound? I recount every, whatever I, yeah. Everything Not I know, that I, far. Yeah. Uh, close enough for you to hear in a tunnel of screaming. Um, huh. And as you uh -huh. sit there and ponder, you actually see that two figures, two humanoids, uh, identical, lithe green, spotted and barbed, gremlin-like infernal creatures. Each of them tower around seven foot tall and looks to be covered in hundreds of long thorns across their entire body. Mm. Both of them tilt their heads in unison as an unerving smile creeps across their face, stretching from ear to ear exposing the toothy maw of tightly packed, short, nail-like teeth. Their uh, beady, sunken eyes, like glowing red dots, swimming in an ocean of black, stare directly in your direction. Uh, we know who you are there. We smell. We can smell your desperation. We can hear your heart racing. Come talk. We only want to help. I am Jarlek, and I am Larajek. We can see that you are lost, return from around the bend, and you'll be stuck until your end. Stick around to make a deal and a path to freedom we will reveal. We do not wish to fight, but only want to end your plight. In order for us to consent, you must in turn relent. Do you accept? I don't say a word. I just toss them my third soul coin and just stand there looking at them. <laughs> just like literally flip it to them. <laughs> um, and all of this was in common, as they could see that you were not fiendish creatures. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't know me. <laughs> wow. I look at, I actually look at Celise and I say, mm -hmm. 
is this something we should take out? This does not look good. I don't think we should be accepting deals with unknown creatures. Agreed. Uh, but unfortunately, a soul coin has been tossed. And as they catch it... Um, but they hear that. And they go, hmm, what a shame if you change. Your mind, call our name. And we can try. Again. And with that, the two devils disappear in a burning flare of hellfire, leaving you alone in a domed cavern with a single pathway that leads to a dead end, only 50 feet and around a curve. From where you came but, from. They took my coin. Yep. Yep. Could you put, could you put their names in chat, please? Sorry. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Their names are Dustin and Devin. <laughs> we are Millie. devilish creatures. <laughs> Millie and Vanilli at this point. <laughs> wow. What did they ever do to you to get that kind of slander? <laughs> I go around the... So, but they were around a corner or something when I heard them, right? And that Correct, and they came end. back around that corner, and as they mm -hmm. dissipate, you the it all fades into this room, and then you go back around the in a corner, and you're back in the the same the. So you were in a tunnel. They came mm -hmm. up the tunnel. They disappeared, mm -hmm. and you went to go look to see where they disappeared. There's a domed room. So all that there is is a dead end of a domed room, and a dead end of a fifty foot hallway that you came from. So you are completely locked off. No, wow. no, no, no. Jarolek, Larojek. I just say it out loud, just like that. <laughs> I do say it. I, I call their, immediately I call their names. I'm like, no, L Jarolek, Larojek. Um, and with that, they reappear in uh, the fire and flames. To consent, you must relent. Do you accept? I take a step forward, and I'm like, you were already compensated. I do not speak for them. They make their own choices. As Either they... return my coin or make good on this deal, or, and I put the staff in front of me, meet destruction. As they toss the coin back, it is not good enough. And I take it, and I look at it, and I mentally, I contact Elise. I'm like, do we destroy them? <laughs> uh, yes. And I will. Um, oh, okay. okay. I was going to say, as they're looking you over, waiting for, because you said that you accept the terms of making a deal, um, they begin to speak to you specifically, Flip. And mm -hmm. they say, speak your terms and hear our gain six living souls from the mortal plane brought to a crossroads to make a pact your lives spared in trade for the contracts to seal with your request you must provide your musically best in song we will begin the six others inevitable end now let us know where you will go and we no longer will you See until the six others to us you bring. So to be clear, we're exchanging our lives for six other lives and a song? The song is how you sign the contract. Well, I won't be exchanging another life for my own. Nah. No. 
that it is your life that you wish to sign on for this contract to be complete? Actually, let me offer you different terms. And I hit them with Kona Cold. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Sure. Yep. All right. So it's, uh, it's, I learned my lesson on the fireball, y'all. Um, <laughs> it is a con 15. Uh, okay. Got it. Uh, we'll go ahead and roll both of them. Um, con. Both of them pass, so they'll take half damage. So if you want to go ahead and roll the damage, four, forty-six was that's unhalved. I mean, that's it. Forty-six. That, that, forty-six total. Okay, so mm -hmm. twenty-three, I guess. Twenty-three. Um, you watch as the cold washes over them. They almost as if expecting it. Both of them in using move, moving simultaneously as if connected at the hip as they dodge out of the way and what does get through you see you barely see crystals form on them as they appear to be somewhat resistant to cold so they take yes. 11 points of damage and i need everybody to roll initiative Use an advantage just because. Yes. Um, yeah, I also will. All right, twenty-five to twenty. Twenty-five. <coughs> Twenty-one. Okay. Twenty-two. Oh. Binti. Nice. Uh, Sigma. Uh, we have Scoop at twenty-one, right? Yes. Keen. Uh, Solis, what'd you get? 16. 16? Yep. And then... Uh, there we go. Uh, all right. So, uh, Flip, you are first. As you initiated this, saw it, like you saw it coming, and now you're ready for whatever's coming next. So it is, uh, you're up first. Can... I make a quick arcana check, or you tell me if there is any check that I can make to see if I happen to know of any of their resistances. Uh, you can make me an arcana check. Specifically, I would like to know if I feel like these sorts of creatures are immune to charm. And I got 23. Uh, 23? Uh, you know that- 25, uh, 25, sorry, 25. Okay, uh, you know that uh, these are barbed devils. They're creatures of unbridled greed and desire. They typically act as guards for the more powerful denizens of the Nine Hells and their vaults. They're known for being ever vigilant with keen eyes and not much gets past them unnoticed. And you do know that they are not immune to charm. I hit them oh. with charm. I hit what? them with, sorry, what? What are you looking at? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry not, I'm, I'm looking at Dara. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I'm like, I'm like, the hell are you looking at? <laughs> Where's two? No, hashtag uh, house rule. They, I, they are not immune to charm. I hit them both with charm monster. They need to beat a wisdom fifteen. Uh, okay. Ooh. Yep, I got the other. Ooh. Mm. Um. <laughs> they both fail. <laughs> Real what? Bad. Real bad. <laughs> Real bad. He rolled a two. Yeah. I rolled a three. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, stop. You work for me now. <laughs> we work for you now. 
and I, I just kind of hold my hands up because I'm sure my friends are about to blast them. You know, I'm like, yeah, you all see Flip go. Yeah, right. Maybe they don't die just yet. And you and you hear in common them say, "We work for you now." As this magic washes over them. Uh, first, let me check something here to see roughly if I, I I should know roughly how long I've got them. Let me just double check. Um, that was a with a, a higher spell slot to hit them both, of course. You know. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, then so I should have them theoretically theoretically for an hour. Okay, cool. So I'm like nobody messed with them, and we should be all good. I say, my friends, would you please lead us? out of here to our destination with, and I look at Dara, I'm like, what is it that we're looking for? <laughs> um, I'm not sure it was a test and I guess we found a dead end. So maybe back to the original tunnel mm. where we where we started. Maybe we choose the one with the horns this time. I'm like, my friends, Jarolak, Lorojack, could you guide us to the correct path out of this? Agreed. And, it's not um, so terrible. You just have to ask nicely sometimes. You see, that's the... <laughs> um, and but with this, uh, although you do not have to offer any deal, a deal is still being made. It is a hundred percent in your favor. They get nothing, but in order for a deal to be struck, <laughs> they draw. Uh, they summon from a puff of sulfuric smoke two twisted infernal iron hollow-bodied veals covered in thorns. And as they draw their bows across the strings, it lets out an evil seething tone harmonized with a hypnotic, intoxicating melody as they continue to play, waiting for someone on your end to solidify the deal. Knowing what I've done here and knowing that I speak their language, I, I, I did... Whatever I'm supposed to do, I do. Like if I'm supposed to say something in an infernal, You're if I'm supposed to sing, I do it. Yeah. Okay. Toss a corn to your bob devil, or burntness of plenty. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, amazing. You are all then engulfed in hellfire, and you still take. Eight points of fire damage. All of us are Everybody. Everybody is engulfed in the hellfire. And as you take this, but as the flames uh, die down. Continue what? Sorry, you said how, how many points? Eight. Eight. And this is fire? Yes. It is fire. I take four. Okay. Noted. But as the uh, flames die down and you open your eyes after recoiling from the heat, you realize you're back at the entrance of the room of the four tunnels, each designated with either a sword, shield, mountain, and horns, and that is where we're going to end tonight's session. All right. And, and hey, and uh, with Barb Devil homies, you know? Yes, and with Barb, Barb Devil homies. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. What I need you to understand is that Flip did the best thing he could have done. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Sigma has a, nat a negative one to his intelligence. He wasn't going to stop. <laughs> um, what's our total? $12,359.12. Wow. No, $55.69. And 69 cents. Nice. That's fantastic, <laughs> y'all. Thank you so much.
Yes. Uh, I, I don't even what. What did I agree to? What did what did Chad decide I'm doing? I don't know. You're dying your beard. No, I was dying the beard at 15. Oh, oh, I fifth, oh okay. yeah, fair. The beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless somebody wants to pony up twenty seven hundred, then I'm dying anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, hold on, we have a list, B. Dave. I have an oh, we have a list? list. We got, we got a list. Yeah, let's 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 bring up the list of 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 options yeah. for you to do. You know what? Um, you know what? The, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna play the game on hard mode, Tanya. Yes. You set this whole crazy adventure in motion and have raised literally hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I appreciate you and everything you do. Of the list of things, I'll let you decide which one of these things I'm going to do. Where is the list? I'm about to read it out. The first one, which is my favorite. (laughs) I'm going to read it first. B. Dave DMs a one-shot for Devin, Todd, Chris Perkins, and Jerry Holkins called the No Hair, Don't Care one-shot. <laughs> that requires their consent too. But. As, as, uh, I'm like, I'll, I'll do that when it's a bonus. If those dudes are in, I yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. uh, a one sh- one shot as freely. A uh, beard dye purple. We we've already determined uh, beard dye is fifteen thousand. Uh, story uh, storyteller for a game of dread. Uh, run a one shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, flying dropkick Avrin. Uh, that's for free also uh, free yep yep also Uh, free i'll do that tuesday yeah Mm -hmm. uh, one a one shot with uh devin and dustin us and or a one shot with hope that is that is the list i mean i'll do literally all of those things i mean i I don't mean to like accept the die i'm not dying this yeah there was a bunch of dying but that that's for the fifteen thousand. yeah yeah Yeah. i'll do all those things yeah yeah, anybody, if y'all are in, if she's in, whoever's in, I'll talk to him. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I legit will kick Averin on this Tuesday's episode of Silver and Steel. <laughs> uh, I will say that although this journey is not complete on our side, everybody does make it out. Everybody is returned home. Uh, uh, another one was a one shot with a D4 cast, with the normal D4 cast. Literally, yes to all of it. Whoever's in, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, let's um, do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, then, yeah. Dave, I'm going to throw a challenge out since you said you would do all of that anyway. Mm-hmm. Let me run you through my Infernal Goose one shot. Ooh. Again, with literally. Players, yeah. uh, no, there's a, there's a catch. Okay, all right, all right. Players of your choosing, and we do it either on your channel or mine. Done. 100%. 100%. Infernal Goose, I'm in. I'm That's in. awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Infernal Goose. Honk. Uh, we're going to pull from the Twitch chat now. Yep. So we're going to start pulling some winners. Uh, we have all of our. We've unlocked all of our milestones. So hey. um, let me. Uh, we are. We are giving away nine Eldritch Foundry miniature codes. We are giving wow. away four uh, or three full sets of diehard dice. A, a Avalor. Hey. A, um, a Tundra Melody an oversized uh, D20 Druidcraft, and a never-before-released prototype of Forte, which is a collaboration between Omega and Die Hard Dice. You will get the prototype of that. Uh, we are giving away a bundle package of uh, uh, Heartbeat Dice, pr- their Pride Dice. Uh, it's three full sets and two sets of their D6s. Um, we are giving away uh, two uh, twenty dollar gift cards for El- or for um, uh, 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 coffee, uh, 
my brain just familiar. Down familiar. Found my familiar. brain just farted. I was like, Foundry. No, that's <laughs> Foundry Coffee. No, that's two of them together. Uh, found Familiar Coffee. Um, we also have uh, a legendary bundle from D and D Beyond. Found familiar. I said. I hey. I said found familiar. I you literally just said it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're off. Yep, we got that Twitch delay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's everything. It might. Oh, a Beetle and Grimm Silver Edition Descent into Avernus box set. Mm -hmm. um, it is. Uh, we're about to do a lot of drawings, so bear with us. Um, start. Three, four, five, six, seven. So let's start with the nine Elders Foundry. Winners. How are the people notified? Like, do they need to be in chat? Are they going to uh, DM? Do like, yep. are they going to? Uh, okay. I'm going to reach. We will reach out to them via their Twitter or Twitter Twitch whispers through through mm -hmm. their whispers. So make sure your whispers are available. Uh, Beautiful. Because uh, I know D and D Beyond. Uh, Lauren talks about the fact that like we give away so many legendary bundles, and a significant portion of them are never claimed. Like they it's like they message the people, they just don't get back to them. So you know, yeah. Y'all tripping. For real. Know, a legendary bundle is worth like 500 bucks. Yeah, no. God, tripping. Like, yeah, like, no, like legit, like a third of them are never claimed. Mm -hmm. well, so um, I know you were there. You were in chat. Um, I'm going to give them to you. I'm just going to go down the line. Okay. That works. Yep. That works. 17 winners. Whew. Here we go. Um, I want to just show this is this yep. is the that's the uh, all of the boons. All the boons received during, during the, the show. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wow. Like, so I'm, I, I can fan myself with this. It's... <laughs> uh, while we're pulling, I hope everyone had fun. Uh, remember to uh, support the creator of this adventure, Jessica Ross. If you go to uh, DMs Guild, there's also a link in the yeah, chat. Yeah, hashtag somewhere. module. It's been blasted. You can totally buy it. It is incredible. Um, get it, run it. It is such an amazing module, super fun. Um, cool. little, hope little, it was fun. Yeah, hope it was fun. <laughs> Avernus, it's, it's as fun of, as Avernus could be. Yes. Um, thank you uh, to uh, our cast for coming and hanging out and playing this awesome for the black community and, and, and being awesome and being black and being incredible. Um, and uh, yeah, this has been, I had fun and it was super fun to, to DM for you for all of y'all. Thank you to everyone that donated and spread yes. the words yes. and all, all of that. Th thank you to everyone who watched, everyone who donated. Uh, I, I think uh, I think uh, Omega, you wanted to say something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I was just just gonna wait until there was an opportunity for it. Um, but no, yeah. Thank you for everybody um, for doing this. Um, just a note that again, it does not stop just because we did a charity stream or one shot or anything like that. Continue supporting, uh, specifically. Um, I was going to announce it today, but I was waiting for a graphic and it didn't come. It's okay. Um, we are doing a part two to the Black AF Roundtable on Wednesday at 11 Pacific, 1 Central, 2 Eastern. Um, we are um, going to be streaming for three hours and we will be on the front page of Twitch that day as well. So please, 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 please tune in. We got a lot more stuff to talk about. Um, the last one was a success as far as getting some really important information out, but we want to continue that um, that conversation and we want you all to listen to it because it's stuff that a lot of folks need to hear. So again, Wednesday, 11 one two, um, uh, yeah, be there on my Twitch channel, Critical Bard underscore. Awesome. Are we ready? 
Send them to me. Sending the list now. I'm about to read off like an auction. Hey, <laughs> coming on down. Come on. All right. So winning the first Eldritch Foundry miniature giveaway. Uh, okay, so uh, we have at Blue Wavelengths. Hey. Captain Charmy. Okay. The, oh, 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 you're you're going. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're going down the list. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. So first, so Eldritch Foundry miniature is Blue Wavelengths. And then the next Eldritch Foundry. Eldritch Foundry miniature is Captain Charmy. And then the D and D Beyond Legendary Bundle giveaway uh, is too cute, too scary. Oh. Then the third Eldritch Foundry miniature giveaway. Raving sock monkey. Yay. Uh, fifth. I guess there was another one. Yeah, it's there. Oh, and then I didn't count that one. So it's going to be 18. We're going to All right, another draw one. another name, Bailey. So fourth uh, Eldritch Foundry miniature. Uh, is Neckrag777. Okay. Fifth Eldritch Foundry uh, miniature. Weeping J. Uh, Died Hard Dice Forte set. Uh, Griffin Argent. Uh, sixth Eldritch Foundry. Corofell. Seventh Eldritch Foundry. Uh, McStabber Studios. Nice. Uh, the Die Hard Dice Avalor set. Uh, Sakura 163. Uh, the eighth Eldritch Foundry. Uh, is Tasty Cat 86. <clears throat> Heartbeat Dice. <laughs> uh, is Daza 287. Uh, the final Eldritch Foundry giveaway is Celeste Shepherd. The Bill Beetle and Grimm Silver Edition of the Avernus box. Mad Hatter Girl 5-6. Yay! Awesome. Uh, the Die Hard Dice Druid Craft D20 set giveaway. Uh, e Elisa 3-3-3. And then a found familiar uh, coffee gift card is Barak Barracuda. Nice. Uh, Die Hard Dice Tundra Melody. Uh, Orion Liadon. Maybe we get the final one. Oh, right yep. Right now. Yep. And then the Talon and Claw, the <gasps> Siege DM screen. Meeps and peeps. So, uh, I will be in contact with you um, for, for those who won all of those things to get you your prizes, get your contact info to get you your prizes and all of that. So please, if we called your name, be on the lookout for my whisper. Hey. Um, I am uh, D4 Dustin. So if you get one from that, that is me get, trying to get you your prize. Hey. Congrats to all the winners. Thank you yes. all so yes. much for hanging out with us tonight for raising $12,400.69. Nice. Yep. <laughs> nice. Which is we literally need $100 more dollars. <laughs> literally y'all this this is it really is gonna make a huge difference for some people who are going to be scared and terrified and now will be able to get help so this is yep uh, you know i i don't want to get like lost in a comparison of the worthiness of one charity to another but this literally will change and in some cases literally save lives so yes. thank you so much yep uh, again Thank you to all of the cast. And um, during these troubling times, remember to be excellent to each other. And may you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody.
That's all we have time for today, but you can catch more of our adventures every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or you can continue tuning into the podcast, which releases every Sunday on a one-week delay. Hope to see you then. Have a great one. Rock punch. <laughs>